This week, come for the naughty nurses behaving badly and stay for the first forest fetus feast as we discuss the 2007 horror film, Sick Nurses. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie. The X Jefferson, and joining me, as always, is the orn to my arm, Tim Yobo. How are you doing What's today, going sir? On, Eddie? Oh, that's an interesting tie. I like that. Okay. What? The orn to your arm. I like that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and, Tim, we are not alone this week as we are in our second week. We're rarely alone, right? Of, we can't well, stand the two of us together in a room. That'd be just like eight hours of the two of us talking. Well, at least me talking. Eight. It'd be at least eight hours. No, but Tim, we are not alone. We are joined this week by everything is illuminated, I have to say. Uh, Brody, how are you doing today? Hi, I am Brody Black, and I use she, her pronouns, and it's a good day. It It's a wonderful day, and it's a it's a great day to be... I don't know, just just talking about this movie. Uh, it's We're in our second week for, for uh, Pride Month where we're featuring um, queer voices. And as I said at the beginning in, in the uh, first episode that we did for this month, all of our Patreon funds are going to be going to Rainbow Railroad, which is a charity that helps to get um, LGBTQIA plus people that are in maybe dangerous situations out of those dangerous situations so if you're patreon thank you if you have more money to give please go give them that money because they really could use it so brody now that we've gotten the paperwork out of the way welcome back <laughs> well, to the I just show want to say, we, we were uh, we're a little bit better than that band from jennifer's body which is a callback to uh brody's <laughs> <laughs> we're not giving 33 percent of our money <laughs> to the charity we're giving 100 percent of that money so Keep it flowing. Yeah, and it's also not a problem that we necessarily caused, but maybe we kind of take part in it unintentionally. So we'll go with 100%. Uh, yes. Presumed heteronormativity is absolutely a daily problem. I have to come out like at least every two days, if not more. <laughs> Fucking sucks. So Brody, thank you so much for joining us on this one. We're talking sick nurses. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to tell you pause right now. Mm-hmm. It's one of the sexiest movies I've ever seen. Go watch oh, man. it. I felt like I was like watching fucking Cinemax. <laughs> this is like, holy shit. I'm like, all right. Thank you, Brody. All right. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, Brody, why this movie? Well, first of all, I'm going to say stop this recording and watch What Keeps You Alive and wonder why the fuck I didn't pick a quality movie. Hey. 
Go, go, okay, go on. This movie has a lot of qualities to it. Um, uh, first of all, I'm going to give my big preamble because every queer person has what they tell people, like, who are cisgendered, and then they have what they tell other queer people. So when I meet a cisgender person, I say, hi, I'm Brody, I use sheer pronouns, and I'm queer. Um, when I actually am talking to someone in the community, I give a slightly longer title, so bear with me. Um, I am a queer, femme, pansexual, cisgender woman, just to be very clear. Okay. Um, so I picked sick nurses because when I was young, things didn't go out like they planned. And often when you talk to people, when they relate to a movie, what you're hearing is how their lives played out. Do they see themselves as the protagonist? Do they see themselves as a side character? Do they see themselves as the villain? A lot of this is decided by how your coming out and your acceptance really went. Because if things went smoothly, you might just be a main character. Like, everyone's experience is entirely different. And for me, this movie felt perfect. It was full of beautiful women. It was full of women attracted to women. And it celebrated relationships that were not heard or understood by any outside parties. And I've been part of all of this. And so this movie, in a weird, silly, stupid way, resonated as a slasher that I watched because I was watching every single slasher. And yes, I was looking for beautiful women and gay stuff. Absolutely. Well, you got a win-win with this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's so perfect. And thank you. Like the, the previous episode that we did was uh, nightmare on Elm street Two, of course, with uh, Bobby Trivet from the grind bin. And he had kind of a similar uh, feeling with that because while it's maybe not necessarily like perfect or positive representation, it's something that he could identify with, and and uh, it, it was kind of part of his growing up, you know? So I, I totally appreciate that, and thank you so much for, for picking this movie and, and coming here to talk about it. So uh, some of the details I definitely am leaving out because... This story is kind of like Saw, The Grudge, Friday the 13th, and any yeah. M. Night Shyamalan movie made a baby. Let's just go along with, let's just go along with so the I movie can't, as it I goes. Can't, yeah. Exactly. So I can't say too much um, on, on the particular issues. Um, but we'll I, get there will, when we get there, right? Um, but I'm going to give you the usual queer preamble. Um, and I'm going to take a, a brief moment of the straight privilege that you all get to have. Because straight people get to walk up and be like, oh, my wife and I are having a baby. They don't have to give a preamble of, here's how I realized I was straight. Here was my first girlfriend. Here's when I told my my uh, parents I had a girlfriend. Like, no one has to do that. Right. And so I'm going to take a preamble and just get to do that myself. Please. I love being queer. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. And I can't say that it's ever done anything wrong for me. It's made me a better person. And in a way, it's made me actually find a way to see and love myself as I am. So that's where I am now. And like this movie, I'll take a hard jump and go to the past. Um, I was a child. And as a child, my aunt it was and is gay. And she had a wife and she had a child. And so I figured being queer was completely fine. Like that was just part of life. I never thought about it. But one day I was in a car with my mom and we were driving to my boyfriend's house and I was dropping off brownies for our anniversary. And I don't mean monthly anniversary, I mean like an actual year. And she turns to me and she goes, are you gay? And if you are, I won't be happy. Ugh. And I don't know what to say to her because the, the thing is, this is the first person she's heard about me dating, but the first person I dated was Jennifer. Hmm. Okay. 
And so it, it hurts. And I'm like, I guess I've discovered the closet. And so we jump to like a year later and I'm calling a suicide hotline. And I'm like, I'm afraid to tell my mom that I'm gay. Um, because I don't know what to say. Cause at this point in my life, I just know if you like women, you're gay. And so I say like, what do I do? Like if she kicks me out, I won't have a house. No one will take me in. And they go, are you depressed? And I go, Hmm. well, I want to kill myself. Like, well, are you depressed? And I go, no. And they go, I think you have the wrong number. Yeah, a suicide number is telling me I have the wrong number when I want to kill myself. So, Brody, I, I, I don't want to interrupt you. I I worked at a suicide hotline for a hot minute. Okay. And I just want to tell you, they what they tell the people that are answering the phones is 100% wrong. Every, from At least from my experience when I worked there which is you should be cold calculating and just try to refer them to a local therapist and that's how it. crazy is that what the fuck you don't want to try to re- and that's i had to quit that job i couldn't i couldn't fucking deal with it that's not the so, right answer no that's, yeah that's i needed every housing fucking call. holy yeah, shit you needed somebody to actually care and yeah, because if you're at that point in your life and you're calling a number, you need the person at the other end of that line not to be a fucking cold person with like, well, it's 3.30 in the morning and the next available psychiatrist isn't available until 8.30 in the morning tomorrow. Yep. Give us a Think call of back it, then. Yeah, exactly, Tim. Think of it like a shrink referral service. And I'm sorry to interrupt you. Please go on. So I, I explained to this person that my mother won't accept me and they just keep insisting, like, essentially they're saying get off the phone. And I go to sleep and I cry because what else is left? Jesus Christ. And actually jump to, and this is where Bobby and I intersect. I'm outside of Bobby's work. And my mom and I are going to get movies. But at this point, she's depending upon my income to help pay rent. And so we're getting out of the car and she asks, and I'm 19, if I've ever had sex. And I turn to her and I'm upset and annoyed. I just go, yeah, also I sleep with women. Oof. And she's clearly not pleased. Yeah. I'm not taking it well. And she will, from this point, until her death, refer to all of my girlfriends as my little friends. Ugh. And that is what that was like. It never changed. So she diminishes them just by, like, those are your little friends. Those are the ones oh, you, yeah. you're just playing with. You're playing around with. You'll grow out of it when you're not little anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, you're, you're going to not love them. And, and like... I don't, like, I never introduced her to any of my trans girlfriends, and I'm really glad, because that would have been so much worse, because she would have made that into a straight relationship. Right, that's like a separate, like, extra level of problematic, god damn. So, the reason I was going to that, that video place where Bobby worked is because watching all those movies gave me a sense of placement and they gave me a sense of purpose because um, up until Google really had a really good search engine, it wasn't what it is now. No. If you wanted to find a community, if you wanted to find a place, like you could do so much. And watching horror movies for me was always a way to connect. And I always looked for every single queer horror movie I could ever find. And I gave a full list in my Jennifer's body. And again, if um, you're looking for a good one, What Keeps You Alive is the really best one I think I've ever seen, bar none. Uh, That said, I was young and angry for a long time. 
and this is why I give the preamble to explain where I suppose I come from. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this leads me to sick nurses. Yeah, so I, I gave like a, I don't remember what episode it was, but I gave like a brief minute of, of I mean, because I'm your, your typical boring straight white male. My, my thing that pissed me off growing up was we used to, and I've said it before on one of the podcasts, I don't remember, was we used to watch Saturday Night Live. Every night, my, my family, we would record it and then watch it the next day. Well, one week, um, John Goodman was the, the guest host or, or whatever, and there was a sketch that they did where the uh, son was gay, and he was going to ask a boy to go to the prom, and it's like everybody was kind of against it, and John Goodman's character said, hey, you know, if you're gay, if you're going to be coming out as gay, then that's fine. And my father shut the television off, and he said, nope, now we can never watch this again because this is saying it's all right to be gay. And I just remember I had the thought like, well, what if I was just gay? Like, then you hate me now all of a sudden? I'm not your fucking son anymore? You know, and it, it's just like at that point, I just lost respect for my father. So can I ask you a question, Eddie? Was yeah. it because he was supposed to be a macho guy or is it because of religion? Or was it a mixture of both? It wasn't even really because of religion. We never went to church. I mean, there, there, I had no kind of upbringing on that kind of stuff. My father was a military guy. He, he was in the Navy, but... Yeah, he never ran across any homosexuals in the Navy at all. <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah, because I definitely know a couple of drag queens in the Navy myself. Yeah, yeah. And then, so, I grew up in this small, shitty town, right? And so, I mean, there were certainly people that, that were gay in, in my town, but they never talked about it. They never, you know, came out. Oh, God, no. That, that would have been terrible in the 80s in rural fucking Washington state. No, that's not going to Well, yeah, happen. no, back then, the best I think uh, that people could do is, like, just hope to coexist without having any problems. As long as, like, you know, don't be too blatant about it. Uh, don't show up to the school dance and just pretend that, like, you know, everybody's going to do a wink and a knob. Yep. And so cut to, I don't know, like I've had, I, I moved out of there because the minute, like the minute I was 16, I'm like, I have to get signed up so I can move out of this fucking house and then move out of this fucking town and move to Portland, Oregon. Thank God. So I could, you know, just be away from intolerance. And then, you know, I, I, I kind of got to enjoy the, the privilege of being able to just move wherever I wanted, do where, whatever I wanted to kind of do and be who I am. And I remember, like, it, it was about eight years ago, one of, not one of, my best friend uh, growing up there messaged me on Facebook and said, hey, uh, I'm going to be deleting my Facebook account. I I want to... Uh, remain friends with you on Facebook, but I have to tell you something. I'm, I'm not who you think I am, and I trust you to talk to you about this. Um, I no longer identify as a male, and I'm, I'm trans. I'm transitioning, so I'm. And, and you could tell that they were very frightened which sucks, you know, and I know that they, they listen to this podcast and, and we're 
very close friends still, uh, but but they're still very, you know, hesitant in in their life uh, about a lot of stuff. So, Brody, just just you being able to come on here and talk about your experiences and, and share that with everybody is is one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this month. So I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Honestly, the the more voices we get out there, the more it becomes easy to come out. Yes. Yeah. It's it's so hard when you're fighting this giant wall of no one's going to be okay. The thing is the queer community is so incredible because I reached out to I'm a barber and I reached out to another queer barber and I was like this is what I'm excited about. And like, this is what I'm encouraged. And she's like, hey, it's involving queer stuff. I'm there. She had no, no second thoughts, not a single second. There was not a pause. There was one minute between my voice message and hers. Nice. She was like, that's what it's like. We understand that like, we, most of us, a large percentage of us lost so much getting here that you have to be for every single person. Like, no matter how different their circumstances are. Yeah. It's the last family you get when all families give you up. So now let's talk about uh, people who aren't a really good family with each other. <laughs> <laughs> In this uh, movie, Sick Nurses. So you, you, you're talking about your history with this. Was you, you rented it back in the day, watched it? Yeah, at Bobby's, at Bobby's movie. Wow. At Bobby's movie store. Like, <laughs> like I was, like, I came out in front of his shop. I don't remember if he was there, but I was, I definitely screamed at my mom, like, in front of every person. I guarantee you, Brody, Bobby remembers every single person who rented this movie at least two or three times. It was a great movie. I stand by this movie. I, I have no problems at all and complaints at all. So I guess uh, unless anybody, I I don't have a ton of of uh, background kind of trivia. I don't know. This movie seems like it was just a hodgepodge of horror movies mish, mishmashing into each other, but like I'm okay with that. Sort of, yeah. I mean, it like the the director had a lot of problems because they made a lot of exploitation films. They were like literally like banned from directing. Uh, by the board of censors and that was I mean, one of the things that i read yes because it, it, it maybe because it's not an american movie and it's probably not like a big movie that's why it's hard to find any information on it especially on american wikipedia this is a small tie movie yeah yeah so yeah we should get into the background of it. It, it it was released in in 2007 it it's 83 minutes but but Quite frankly, like maybe seven minutes of that is just a bunch of hot girls playing volleyball on the beach. I'm so fine with that. I'm, I'm fine with <laughs> Fuck you, Marvel Universe. Guess what? I've left at three fucking movies before I saw the stinger at Marvel Universes, but I stayed and watched every single credit just in case there was a second stinger. I, this is I the Dead or Alive beach volleyball solution oh my God, to getting people to stay. Fuck you, Brody. That's you know, it's the incredible that, that you said that because I watched that like maybe like three or four weeks ago because I don't know whatever fucking streaming service I had. I was like, wait a second. I remember when I got this, I was like so fucking happy because I knew what the game was. And then I watched the movie. I got every oh. bikini. I got mm. every fucking bikini on that one. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> the newest uh, Dead or Alive. the American flag bikini. Still hasn't come out to America. So terrible. Whatever. Silent Hill's not coming out, so I hate everyone. 
Uh, yeah, PT. Enjoy the pachinko machine. Ugh. Fuck you, Konami. Seriously, so, fuck you, Konami. Yeah, it's a Thai horror movie. came out in 2007, and it it's one of those... It's kind of been weirdly shoved just into the extreme Asian horror world, which there's a lot of, but I really don't have a lot of history watching uh, specifically Thai horror. And so th- there's some stuff that they talk about in here as far as like, almost like a folklore-ish legend that mm, I... Yeah, but Asian horror kind of has the same themes, right? So yeah. No what, right? Yeah. So I can I have different explanations, different folklore about it, but it's it's still kind of the same thing, which there's nothing wrong with it. That's Echoes of the Ring, that's all. Yeah. Do you think they saw the ring and they're like, I Look, do. I do. We're gonna <laughs> We're gonna up the ante on this. I one. think this is just and saw. I think this is just like an Asian folklore going back to like how we had ghosts where like how long did ghosts be portrayed on TV and movies wearing white sheets or having chains? Okay. Look, it's not the ghost I have issue with. It's like the seven days. Yeah, so that's that's your that's your the ring, right? That's your yeah. Yes, because a lot of things with death in Asian culture is timed, because it's like somebody dies, and then there's I think a ninety day anniversary after that. I agree with timing, but the thing is, the numbers are specific. Like like uh, in Chinese, it's four. The number four is death. Like, it's not seven, though. So, wait a second. The number four is death? and It's bad luck in Chinese. First, I thought we were at the Fantastic Four Hospital, but now we're at the death hospital. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, four is the number of, of death in Chinese. It's why, like, like, it's preferred to serve something in five as opposed to four. So, hold on. In Asian buildings, are there no number four floors? Like, how there no 13 floors? Not necessarily. Not necessarily, but four is a bad luck number, and like in Chinese culture, and five is a good luck number, which is why you'll see five a lot more common than four. I studied Chinese folklore for no good reason. No, for a good reason, because you knew the answers to that yeah, question. Yeah, exactly. It's folklore. <laughs> That's There's... what all your education built up to, Brody, answering my question on this podcast. It's worth it. Wonderful. <laughs> Let me cut your hair. <laughs> so I think we'll start the breakdown of the movie, and we... So this is told very non-linearly. I, this I will is why I told my story exactly as non-linearly. I yes. open with the ending. I, I so appreciate that and love that. So we we start, though, at the very beginning in this one, which is, uh, well, there's a dead uh, woman being undressed on a slab. And she's got a hole in her chest. So that's probably a a problem for her maybe that's why she died (laughs) then we see our uh uh our seven sexy nurses seven again holding Uh her down arguing with each other a little bit it's very frantic and injecting her with some stuff they uh, go to cover her head up and i have a note that her eyes are open when they go to cover her head up which i think Kind of comes up later. And then we just cut to seven days later with a body being loaded into a trunk. Okay, at this point you see a dress that you'll actually notice throughout the rest of the episode. So the dress that she's wearing, 
very white, very kind of sheer. And there's um, a diagonal cross against the front of this one, actually. Yeah. Like against the chest area. A very, very interesting choice for wardrobe here. So now, after being loaded into the trunk, we get a little bit more backstory in that possibly the reason that she was killed is because she's about to drop the dime on her uh, uh, co-workers about them making money selling dead bodies. And then we get the credit scene, which I love. You've got a clock and it's mm -hmm. filling up with blood and leaking the blood out as it tries to fill with blood. And the hand's jumping back. The minute hand is jumping back all the way to the 15 minute mark on the 45 yep. point. Yeah, because I think at one point everything happens in a 15 minute uh, uh, time period, right? You'll, want, you'll see this clock throughout the movie because everything's happening either at the same time or time is going back either which way. Yeah. So we cut to our, uh, I would say the villain of the movie largely, which is uh, Dr. Tar. Uh, yeah. Getting getting paged at dinner. And uh, he goes over, and I'm like, man, pagers, remember those. So he, he runs okay, out this to This is a, like, what, what year is this, though? Like, this 2007. Is really late. This is late for a pager. Yeah. What well, the hell is Tyler doing? So he's a doctor, and I can tell you this. Doctors still use pagers, and in my line of work, there are still people that, that use pagers because... Okay. There are certain places where you can only have one-way communication. Okay, okay, I get that. Security. Right. Uh, or for doctors, you're, you're in the operating room. Right, right. So he runs out to the payphone, which again, wow, remember those. Wow, I remember so wow. This okay, the fucker my drug, had... My drug days. The fucker has a cell phone. This has been indicated earlier. And I'm just like, the fuck you using a payphone for, sir? Because this isn't the one that you want to show up on your phone bill, Brody. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to the... have any record of you calling this number or this number calling you. Okay, I would agree because I knew drug dealers and spent a lot of time with them, except for he made the call to the buyer on his cell phone first. Oh, he broke the rule. Fuck that. Now, motherfucker, now that drug dealer needs to get a new phone. Now exactly. he's got to call up all the people and give them the new fucking phone number, too. Jesus Christ, See, what a pain in the ass. He's, he's wasting his life calling on the stupid cell phone. Like, the stupid, uh... Payphone. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't be using this payphone. Yeah. Yeah, and so he's talking to his buyer and saying, Look, man, it's uh, there's a problem with the body, I guess. You're supposed to be picking it up. He says, yeah, fine. You know what? Th there is a problem. You need to come meet me and we'll talk about it. He hangs up the phone. And as he does, he drops a picture of a girl. Picks the picture up and there's something written on the back of the photo. It says, let's get married. Okay, to be fair, I've named this character Sweetheart. So I'm standing by my naming. Okay, so this is uh, Tawan. What Spice Girl was that? Okay, it. Sugar. Bad spice. people are named Spice Girls. Good people okay. are named Sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, I gotcha. Okay, nice. So before we started recording, Brody, you came up with a naming scheme for the nurses that is uh, Spice Girls. <laughs> Which I'm Girl. sure is much more politically correct than mine is. <laughs> 
I named all of the nurses after Spice Girls. So there's a baby, scary, posh, um, and I'm scrolling up at this point. Uh, so, uh, sporty and, um, ginger. And of course, because there's twins, the twins are just the baby spice. So they're plural. The, baby the twin spice. babies. Yeah. I can't believe it. The first time in my life, I like posh, posh spice. Hey, it works here. It works here. And she is a knockout. I, I mean, they, they kind of all are. They all are. I feel well, like they hired models. They're like, that was the first thing they considered. Like, let's hire models. Uh, yeah. I think you're right, Brody, because I think one of the things I could look up on the internet, I think at least one or two of them were models. Okay, that, Sporty is a model if I'm, like, actually alive. That completely makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Sporty is going on my fucking whole pass. No, God damn it, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you're wasting your hall pass like choose someone like, choose someone accessible sir no that's why the hall pass works because you're picking somebody that it's never going to happen with right that that's a really chump uses a hall pass <laughs> yeah you use the hall pass on like the girl down at uh, uh the 7-eleven <laughs> that's how you do it so yeah we um we then cut to the uh, doctor remembering the girl in the photo and talking about shopping for a ring with her. But then he kind of looks over her shoulder and gets distracted by Ginger Spice, which She's is her sister. She is a knockout, and that is her sister. So that's mm -hmm. uh, I'm. No chance in hell I'm going to be able to say or pronounce anybody's name properly. I apologize. Isn't she Nook? Yeah, she, that's Nook. she that's Nook. plays Nook. Yes, she okay. plays Ginger Spice, I think is. Yes, and we're Ginger. only going to be able to pronounce the names that sound like anything, like some kind of like American English word. It's a slasher. I feel okay with naming everyone after what they are, because if you're a slasher, you're like, oh, that person, like, you're like, Jock died. Like, it's not... Personal. Yes, that's right. Because everybody except for Kevin Bacon gets that shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not only that, though, but in this movie, well, like, we'll come to find out that their personality ends up being their downfall, and also part of their interaction with the murder that takes place. Which, which is why is, I named them. Yeah, it's just like three layers on them, so it's it's perfect. We can we can objectify them. You're right, Brody. So. Look, it's Ginger. Not, if it was a great movie, I would give them better names. I promise you. It, it, I don't know. It is kind of a great movie. It is kind uh, of a great movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> this might be one of my top three movies that we've done so far. Wow. Damn, Tim. So, yeah, ring shopping gets interrupted by uh, Dr. Sexy getting distracted by her sister. And then we see that he wins an award for being the bestest doctor. Right, but, and he's so proud. Isn't this... So no matter what... Isn't this a red flag? If your fucking boyfriend or girlfriend sees your brother or your sister and they're giving them that kind of fuck me now look, that's a fucking red flag there, right? It's it's dump the guy and tell your sister you never want to see her again. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly right, Brody. 100%. That's uh, I cannot imagine when I first started dating my wife, if I would have met her fucking uh, sister, and I'd be like, whoa, shit, that's your sister. Holy Christ. Yep. You burn down the building, and then you salt the earth. That's how this works. <laughs> so we go back to the hospital, 
and man, we have all we have all seven of them there. They're having a, a glorious time. Where, okay, like, so the, the dancing water bottle is underappreciated. So it cuts with a shot where it shows um, uh, Scary Spice sitting there, and you see a water bottle with arms to the side jiggling. And it is like the best scene, just like the arms jiggling to the side of the water bottle, like the water bottle has arms. It's like a, it's like a seagull meme with arms. Like it's yeah. joyous. Yeah, the, the the dancing. I've just I just my notes are we've got so much dancing. We've got so much putting on of makeup. It's exactly what nurses do when nobody else is watching, right? It's not like ninety percent note taking and then yelling at how angry you are about your life. <laughs> I guess we should ask Candace about uh, the world of working in the medical industry and how nurses behave when they're alone. Um, I was in nursing. Oh, you mean all the anti-vaxxer nurses? Okay. I actually was a nursing student. Like, I actually do know how nurses work. It's like this. It's Yes, it's like this. Yeah. <laughs> then why did you ever quit if it's like this? Because, man, <laughs> I mean, they're just... They are putting uh, on makeup. They're throwing, like, almonds at each other's faces, which is what I've always spitting. hoped someone would do spitting nuts yeah, at each what's other what's up with that that they they got some kind of history together right oh yeah and no it's, scary spices attitude yeah we got they're spitting nuts at each other knocking each other over in their fucking chairs slapping each other it's i mean it's the definition it's of wrong? <laughs> yo that fucking smack with sporty spikes oh, god is damn. incredible because now she fucking backhands her and then yeah. she pulls out like one then she backhands her two yeah, yep. say the third time and see what's going to happen. Hey, give it another shot. Oh, man. To be clear, what happens is there is one woman who's laughing at the other woman, and so she spits food at her, and the other one just slaps her cold because that's the appropriate response to anyone mm. spitting anything at you. Yes. And then a third person interjects, which is Sporty Spice, and she just slaps Posh Spice against the face and goes like, I am done with you knocking a person out of her chair. Like, she spit nuts at you, but knocking out of her chair is disproportionate. Yeah, yeah. The punishment does not fit the crime. Like, it is good, though, because she does, like, a, hey, what's that up there? Yeah. (laughs) And she looks, and that's how she gets backhanded off the fucking chair on her ass. It's it's good. It's really good. This is a great movie. Still still see what keeps you alive. Um, That's better. Yeah, and the other thing that'll be coming up when when they're all together though like while they are dysfunctional and while they are behaving insanely it is nothing compared to when they're all on their own well yeah yeah. because when they're all together no matter what they're safe yeah yeah well yeah not even that i i also think that like maybe i mean like any other slasher these are all just like heightened versions of personality traits and so maybe when they're bumping against each other, it's uh, more of a complete person. And when they're all separated from each other, then they just spin out, <laughs> which we'll see. <laughs> so we, we get a little bit of exposition here and that it's like, hey, how long ago was it when your, uh, your sister died? Oh, yeah, it was seven days ago. Well, uh, get ready, because seven days after death, they come to find the, the people that they loved. And so you, you know, she's probably going to be coming for your ass. And that's when she gets a call 
from her uh, fiance, Doctor Sexy. And it's Ginger. the wedding march. It's the wedding march. So mm-hmm. much wedding march, wedding dresses. Thirsty. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he left her this giant package too, for the record, and not his not his penis. Yeah, he did. Well, and- he liked to think. Yeah. <laughs> so now we cut to uh, the baby spices, both of them. Are they? I I love this ominous music that's yeah. playing while they're talking about how like oh you're so cute no you're the cutest no I'm the prettiest no like sorry you know you're the person you're like, you're the prettiest I'm like. What's with the ominous music? Like, yeah, they kind of sound like they're about to fuck, but, like, incest is not necessarily among two women a weird thing here. Like, to, yeah. like, go, like, da-da-da. I think it's also, like, they, because we'll, we'll see some symbolism in the Wait, way Brody's that they're... Wait, Brody's on to something. Go on the Pornhub, and you don't type oh, in, type Tim. in family whatever, and you're not going to see two chicks. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's we, because we, we, got we knew Charlie was looking that up as soon as she said it, right? <laughs> oh, God, Charlie would. I love him, but he would. We got to incest. Thank you. Uh, yeah, White no, fire. I think I think you're right. I think it's because, <laughs> and it's the whole, like, well, it's your little friend, right? This isn't serious. It's not as though. Okay, they want to play Ghost Underneath the Sheets. I don't know what that game is for you, but. I, you know, White Slimer, I guess. Uh <laughs> Look, whatever happens under the sheets stays under the sheets, right? Mm-hmm. They're not going to make children. Like, it's going to turn out fine. Yeah. So we have a, a couple of other interesting things, though. In one is their pose, right? Which is uh, almost a yin and yang pose. Yeah, which let's, reminds, let's be generous and say yin and yang. Okay. Which reminds me of a tattoo that we'll see later on. And the next one is the lampshade that they have, which has the name narcissus in case you were confused yeah. i think twins are the same person which is a weird perception <laughs> twins are not the same fucking person you fucking dipshit yeah I, but it, well no i think what it is because these two twins all they care about is how good they look right and okay. always taking pictures of each other and i think at one point they say how could you see our faces and not fall in love with us yeah okay yes but a digression here have you not heard about the meme where when lesbians start dating each other, they start dressing alike? I've heard that they move in immediately. Okay, you're you're real straight then. Um, <laughs> no, nah, nah, they start dressing <laughs> and borrowing each other's clothes and start, like, they they kind of, sense. like, hive mind on a lot of shit. Yeah, that makes and sense. And so, like, this is actually not, like, a weird and precedent thing in the queer community. Okay. And yeah. so, like, I'm just like, like, look, they're, they're twins, and yeah, like, incest is not super cool, but, like, this is not narcissus in queer culture. Oh, you know what? Okay, so so that that's reminding me now. In, in uh, my, my friend Quincy, my, my gay friend Quincy, years ago was telling me about this kind of phenomenon where you end up dating a person that looks like you, and it's not yeah. even necessarily because you're attracted to yourself. It's that nope. you're trying to project what you believe is attractive, but you're also attracted to that. Yep. So that like it's, totally... It's never intentional. Yeah. Like, you never go out there and go, like, I want to fuck me. It's just like you see this girl across the room I mean, and you're like, she's I real do, hot. But, you know. <laughs> and you're like... And then, like, later on, you're like, you look in the mirror and you go, oh, my fucking God, I'm dating me. 
How did wow. that happen? Like it's like it's like six months later too, and it's too late. Oh, that's, that's got to be an interesting realization to come to six months well, into never, a relationship. You've never had to date someone with the same name as you. Like that will no, immediately fuck no. with you. Oh God, yeah, that's because you're saying your own fucking name to the person. Oh so you'd wow! Be saying Eddie wow, to an yeah. Eddie. And yeah, like, Tim. Fuck me. <laughs> Take it, Tim. Tim's not that popular of a name, so I'm okay. Yeah. N- neither is Eddie, to be fair. I mean, that's. And there a... aren't female Eddies or female Tims that I know of. True. True. But, like, there are female, like, I, presumably. No, hold Dan... on. I, I worked at a hmm? pet food store once where there was a woman oh, who no. worked there. Her name was Timothy. Really? Yeah, okay. I was like, what? Never heard that before. <laughs> you were very attractive. Imagine calling out the name in the in the heights of passion. Imagine just screaming Timothy. Well, so, it was funny because at that time the the boss that I was working for, her husband's name was Tim. So I remember when the partner's wife came in, and she's like, "Oh wow, so you don't have to worry when you're having sex at all." Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, so now she got we... the trifecta. She could be talking to her husband, me, or the female Timothy. Yeah. So hey, now female we... Timothy is probably great. So now we cut to Posh Spice. Posh Spice is insane. Uh, she is practicing. <laughs> she is. This was probably one Don't of the most. Don't say anything bad about Posh Spice. Come on. She. This was probably one of the most disturbing scenes in the movie. Is her cutting jewelry out of a magazine and playing paper doll with her own body? Okay. To be fair, the only thing disturbing is the fact that when she does an earring, she doesn't realize you put your actual earring through it first before you put it on you. That would make sense. Please tell me you've never done this. This is uh, well. Hold horrible. on, no, Brody. No, I, I would say I she, hate diamonds she because of, you, you know slave labor. Yeah, yeah, but I think she could challenge you with a pair of scissors because when she cuts those fucking earrings out, they're fucking perfect, right? You almost see the carrots in those diamonds. Yeah. Okay, you didn't see my last cut. If you had, you would question yourself, sir. Mm. I don't check my Instagram. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. My last, I did, I did a jellyfish bob, and it was incredible. And I, 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 I hate that you never check your Instagram because I keep sending you none things, and you never look at them. Well, guess what's going to get me to check my Instagram right now? Hold on. All I send you are none things, sir. Yeah. Did you say none fun? None. Well, none things. But <laughs> yes, all I send you are none things. That's it. That's all I fucking send you. You fucking weird Catholic. All right. So go go ahead, Tim. You, we'll give you a minute to go look at that. Yeah, as, I'm looking uh, at it right now. Wait, did I, did I delete Instagram? Fuck, you fucking monster. <laughs> What the Wait a fuck, minute! You You're supposed man. to delete uh, uh, Facebook, Facebook and Instagram. Fuck Facebook. That's why I do it. That's okay, why. They're both. They're both owned by the same people. But uh, no, wait! Pretty... I have it. I have it. I still have okay. it. So Zuckerberg. Oh wait! I just saw Bobby pass to the fucking guy. It looks like Max tonight. <laughs> okay. You look for me, dipshit. Yeah. I I message you on Instagram when I come on there. Just not very often. I'm I'm an old yes, man, like, like you said. Look, like you don't need pictures of nuns. He clearly does. No, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I tell you what, uh, Posh doesn't need is this weird shadowy figure that appears behind her while she's looking in the uh, mirror. And her lipstick is really messed up, and she's still yeah. not corrected. Yeah, so she, well, no, she doesn't notice. She doesn't know that when she got fucking smacked, that it fucked her lipstick up. 
Okay, she's holding the lipstick. What the fuck do you think happened? Like, come on. Yeah, you would have felt that lipstick get smushed against your... Yeah. For it to be that thick and that even of a line... When she sees herself in the mirror, she looks completely shocked. Okay, fuck you. Lipstick is $45 a tube. You fucking know. Yeah. For good shit? Yeah, I mean, unless she's using Wet n' Wild. I don't know what they got going on out in Thailand. Look, if she's using fucking $8 shit, like, I don't think she cares. But, like, (laughs) that bitch is not cutting out pictures of fucking Cartier for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, well, she can't afford the Cartier. That's why she's cutting the pictures out. Okay, she's not a widow wild. Like, clearly she's not. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, then this uh, the scary monster pops up behind her. And I'm going to call it scary monster until we know what it is. Because Absolutely. holy shit, is it scary monster. It is like a weird... Definitely female character, um, long hair, kind of dirty looking, and just obscured. Ve- yes, yes, obscured, and it's just this hand though from her that that touches uh, Posh, her reflection, and Posh freaks out and stumbles back, and then we see the uh, the weird, scary monster start coming out of her purse, grabs. Her scissors. Great fucking shot, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then vanishes. So she takes a run away. She grabs a handrail on her way out because, you know, know, if you're running, you want to, like, prop yourself up. But her hand refuses to let go of the handrail. So she ends up having to break the handrail. She's just and... pulling the hand as harsh again. The handrail comes off, which is the thing of the handrail. It's supposed to be a hospital where, like, people mm-hmm. with actual problems are. Well, yeah. Um, because you're supposed to not have that ever fall out because people with actual weight and disability are going to use that. Yep, yep. But is this a hospital? I think this is like a fucking, uh, like a fucking morgue for the whole town, okay. right? Or the province. To be fair, no, it's supposed to be a hospital, but to be fair, it's really a high school. There yeah. are no... There are Slash no apartment. actual, there's, yes, there's no arm rails, there's no arm guards. I was in a hospital, like, especially when I recovered from my, my donation. And let me tell you, there were guardrails in case I, my stupid ass fell down after I tried oh, to yeah. walk after surgery. Well, yeah, that, but again, though, that's also in America where you're, you're going yeah, to sue or be sued. Yeah, because of the lawyers, not because of the doctors. Yeah. Thailand fair, fair, fair. is interesting with their whole medical system. Like, they just have free medical for everybody, but it's not great. Wow, that's fucking insane. But it's not great, Tim. They have incredible medical for people as well, but it costs money. So there's, like, this two kind of systems that are going on But over you mean there. that at least poor people can at least get basic health care for free? Yeah, absolutely. You want to know something else, Tim? Let's Damn. say you got a urinary tract infection in Thailand. You could mm-hmm. go to the pharmacy and say, I need antibiotics. And the guy would just say, okay, and hand it to you. You could, let's say you had a, uh, uh, you hurt your arm and you needed painkillers. You could just go to the pharmacy and the lady would be like, all right, oh, here are your painkillers. Wow. Okay, so all those guys that I knew who went to Thailand for vacation, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say their back hurt. <laughs> yeah, because they or just they kind, of... kind of infection. Honestly, I have so much heartbreak. How did they get the infection? I have so much heartbreak here because I 
I ended up having to go to the uh, urgent care hoping my partner's plan would cover it because we had um, an accident with a condom and we had to get plan B. And they're like, mm -hmm. oh, well, we don't cover if like if it's not him receiving it, we can't give you plan B on oh. his coverage. And I was like, um, he was there. That was kind of his thing. But we're going to cover Viagra and a penis pump for him while he's here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, nah, he could get all that shit. But, like, me, they're like, oh, no, you're, you're poor broke ass. Like, you can find a way to figure that shit out. Yeah. Meanwhile, in, in Thailand, you just go ask somebody. And it, the prescription cost is what it actually should cost in, in medical. <laughs> like, like, getting insulin is, like, you know, $7 a vial instead of 1000 So Ah, <sighs> oh, the heartbreak. With yeah. all the people who need to take insulin, if that fucking cock-sucking fucking company, which I think I just heard today, who knows if it's true, but Joe Manson's daughter works on the fucking company that that makes EpiPen. That makes sense. If they made 10 cents off of every person who had to take an EpiPen or insulin every day, isn't that a fucking ton, shitload of fucking money? So ironically enough, Tim, I know a little bit about this because my uh, old co-worker who... Uh, his, his wife was from Thailand and so would go over to Thailand to, to visit family. He was telling me because he has a son who is peanut allergic, right? Oh, shit. Like you're going to die peanut allergy. If, I mean, if that's it's... like usually the only one there is. Yes. Yep. So they have to have an EpiPen ready to go. Those things go bad after like three months and they mm -hmm. cost about three to four hundred dollars each. After insurance. If you're lucky, yeah. Yep. So, that's fun. <laughs> fucking insane. Insane. Yeah. And don't forget stuff people consider luxuries like hormone replacement therapy. That, or yeah. Or um, like actual hormone therapy for people who are transitioning, which is not considered a necessity, which it is. It's a necessity. Yeah. I. So, I had a fun uh, little... Twitter meltdown a little while ago when they were talking about how the military is covering people's transitions uh, and, and paying for it. And people were, of course, on the right wing freaking out and losing their mind about it because it's like, mm. oh, and it's because it's all this taxpayer money that's being used on it, right? Can they, so, for, every, for every transgender person who wants to join the army, for them not getting into the army, can a right wing Republican join the army? No. So, Tim. Then they could shut I, the fuck up. I did some quick math for them. If you took every person that was serving in the military currently and paid for them to transition, it would cost less than 1% of what was wasted on the F 35 project, which is a plane that won't fly. You said every person, too. Right? Every person who's currently serving or in reserves for the armed forces could transition, and it would be less than 1%. Of what's wasted on the F-35. So shut the fuck up. Anyhow. <laughs> and to be fair, like, I'd like to add a note here as a person who's dated people who don't want to join a war machine to transition. Yeah. Um, that, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. saying it's bullshit either way. <laughs> like, well, doesn't it fit into it. the whole thing with, like, how many times poor people join the army? Because that's the only way of getting out. Yep. So I imagine this for some people that might be the only way of being able to do what they have to do is by joining the army because I mean how much does it cost? But just between drugs and all the doctors that you have to go see, that can't be something that's cheap. 
if and you have good insurance, Tim, after insurance, at least a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and how many insurances are covering that? Sorry, what was prostitution, that? Prostitution ends up being a huge issue amongst, amongst transgendered individuals because the expensive transition is so expensive. Yep. We don't cover it, so they have to get that money. And much like I called someone saying I'd rather die than keep having to live as I did. And I'm, I'm not gay. I'm pan. But even then, I wanted to die. Yeah. Like, what is it to be trans and not to be able to live a life you're okay with? Yeah. To, to deny somebody a, a medical treatment that is necessary. I mean, the is. Hippocratic Oath, do, first do no harm, right? If you're turning people away who have, let's say it was what the horrible people say it is and call it body dysmorphia. If somebody feels like they're going to self-harm because of body dysmorphia, you still treat it. It's not body dysmorphia, mind you. But let's say it's it's that you you don't turn the person away and not treat them and refuse the service. I apologize. Like that that's insane. I'm appalled by it. It's uh, yeah. Anyhow, back to the rails. Uh, Always trans rights, by the way. When in doubt, trans rights. You know what? Just if somebody's not hurting anybody, let them do what the fuck they want. How about that? Why the fuck you care? That's, what the fuck yes. are you doing? That's what I've always, I, in my whole life, I always thought, I don't care what anybody's doing in their fucking house. I'm in my fucking house. Yeah. That's it. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Somebody's in their house. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Right. It doesn't affect me one way or the other in a bad or a negative way. Why should I fucking care what people are doing? Yeah. Plus, it's also just not even your choice. You shouldn't even be tapped on the shoulder to make the decision. Like, that's the other part of it, but... Uh, so yeah, we, uh, then after the handrail breaks, because there's, uh, I guess, substandard, um, regulations for ADA here, then we just see the, uh, dead nurse from earlier come down the hallway toward, uh, Posh, and then the, uh, the dead nurse from earlier turns into the scary monster, rushes at her, and then we, we cut. And I'm going to call her Sweetheart because she's the Dr. Sweetheart. I'm standing by this title. Okay. So we'll call her Sweetheart. Now we cut back to the squad, to the Spice Girls. The twins are playing patty cake. That's fun. Which is normal. It's fucking normal <laughs> for adult women to be playing patty cake. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is a weird infantilization. Like, they're supposed to be, what, like 20, 22-ish, I think? I suppose. Well, aren't you calling like, them the baby t- uh, baby spices? I call them oh, the baby yeah. spices because this they're playing yeah. patty cake. I wear a Mickey Mouse earrings, and I don't know how to interpret this except for like maybe I shouldn't be sexually attracted to them. Uh, but but they're twins, and you know but... what? That's I don't care who you are. Twins are hot. <laughs> but you are. Uh, and then who who did we say? Um, our our food friend was which spice girl uh that is scary spice because anything else will make her depressing yeah so she breaks out and uh she's like all right i gotta go do i gotta go do my thing and she eats all of the food so much food so much so much food she's just walking with sandwiches I counted it. It's literally six different items. 
it's a lot of food. It's a lot of food. Just walking and eating, you know. And hey, I'm a I like to eat, but hey, walking and eating—that's kind of like exercise, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's I the most American gonna, thing you've ever said, sir. I don't think you're going to be burning <laughs> the same calories you're taking in, but I like how you think, Tim. It, it's like my—it's better um, than just sitting there and eating shit, right? I knew a person who had this theory of food karma. So it's like you can eat the cake, but you have to have a carrot too. his name was donald trump no her name was not that that's tried by the way oh yeah (laughs) oh god so she just walks in on sporty who's doing these cool upside down sit-ups with her dress over her head i want to know which by the way if you look at her dress it's really close to her body it does not flare like this this is a different dress and i need to fucking note this yeah, this is did a she put this dress on weird. just to do the fucking upside downs? She did, because I looked at her dress and it's really narrow and there's no way it flares like this. Yeah, I make that, dresses, yeah. it doesn't fucking flare. Yeah, that would have been... Yeah, there's no way that would have worked that way. No, That's she's a wearing point. a super tight, form-fitting, mm-hmm. super sleek dress. There's no way this dress turns into a tent when you go upside down. Yeah. So then, then um, Scary just calls her uh sexy it's in like, english yeah she just says so sexy mm-hmm. and she gets she's like get, get the hell out of here leave i'm doing like an my appropriate thing response yeah exactly like, <laughs> you fuck creep. you get the shit out of here hey you creepy peeper get the hell out of here <laughs> so we go do every time i'm upside down my dress is hanging over my head you're in here looking at me <laughs> very inappropriate so now we're going to go do some, um, I guess it's yoga with Sporty. Like stretch yoga exercise. It is yoga. It's every act of yoga. It is? Okay. Okay, you haven't done yoga, have you? No, I'm, I'm going to start. I don't know if it's yoga, but I just, it's okay with me. Okay. Yeah, it's yoga. You goddamn lazy bitches. I'm going to start doing yoga. I just downloaded all of the um, Diamond Dallas Page yoga stuff. <laughs> oh, God. So, no, that he's a good dude. Come on. Don't be mean. Does he have a Beyond the Mat or Beyond the Ring story yet? No, he actually helped to rehabilitate a lot of those old wrestlers that got fucked up, addicted, and broken. So wow. he he's he is actually a is a decent guy. I don't know about his yoga program, though. I'll I'll give you a review on it when I'm when I'm done. <laughs> but it seems like yoga might be dangerous though, because Sporty's foot gets stuck in the air. Well and look, that's... the hand grabs her foot. I, okay. Right. So yes, a hand grabs her foot, but it's funnier to think about her foot getting stuck in the air, Tim. Uh, You're in the jokes. Yeah, and so the the foot's like stuck in the air because the the ghosty, uh, scary monsters grabbing it, and she like almost dies because she falls over. But she doesn't leave, and this is the thing. Yeah. If some if some unknown force grab my ankle i do one of two things one is i'd run and ask for help mm-hmm. or two is i'd go to someone and go i please really very much need you to take me to a mental hospital yeah i'm clearly having a breakdown look we're See, in Brody, a... i would have to add one more thing i, I think it'd be shit my fucking pants yeah okay you do pants? that on the way yeah i'd be worried that we're in like a the entity situation here so you've just got to get the fuck out of there Oh, you yeah, if someone who doesn't believe in ghosts or chupacabras or Bigfoot, if 
I was doing that and something actually grabbed my fucking leg and I could feel it, yeah, I'd be fucking crazy. I'd be like, yeah, I believe yeah. in something. All right, this ghost's ab- about really? to uh, I'd be like, kill me. Take me to a mental hospital. Well, who wants to think about that? Yeah, come on, make it uh, make it something else. It's not your own problem. Come on. Oh, sorry. Look, My if you go apologies. to a mental hospital, you're in the hospital. <laughs> if you think it's a ghost, you get a podcast or a TV show on Discovery Channel. <laughs> That's true. You're Zach Baggins. <laughs> if someone jerks me off, I'm okay with it. That's yeah. That rarely, unless you're Dan Aykroyd, that doesn't really happen. Yeah, Otherwise, how it's come the there aren't enough fucking ghost stories about getting jerked off by ghost? God Tim, damn it. Tim, there are a lot of ghost stories about having sex with ghosts. You just oh, just yeah, talk to Candace. She, she's got all this for you. I hope, Can- well, I Candace hope, I hope this is the only thing Candace fiction. does. Yeah. <laughs> slash fiction, exactly. So then uh, Sporty goes to take a nice little shower. Because they nice, got on the buff fucking budget for nudity. A nice clothed shower. And Brody, you were disappointed, right? I am. She's... I was disappointed too. Come on, but that's fucked up. Don't, don't make her sh- take a shower. It's a clothed shower. It's completely clothed. Which, I okay, if you want to just like rinse off and you're wearing something, you're still really weird. The well, minute... yeah, because what she's wearing, it's, it could be almost considered like a bikini, right? It's a workout outfit, but it's, it could, uh, yeah. be considered a, could be considered a bikini. But she's by herself. Yeah, but you're, you're not at home. And she's using soap. Okay, that's where, stop right there. That's, that's the fucking train wreck. She uses 15 different fucking shampoos. Okay. Two as, at a as, time. As a, no, no, three at a time. It's the barber. This is the thing that makes me angriest. She used three at a time. Like, the fuck are you doing? Well, this was before they invented the two-in-one. Okay, so. you monster. The two-in-one is a bad <laughs> idea. The three-in-one is the worst. And the five-in-one deserves to go to hell. Mm. I, have, I have a bald head. I don't have to worry about any of that. Clean your so, beard. Oh, my God. Do you have beard wash? Oh, my God. Do you have beard wash? Okay. So I use a shampoo as a beard wash, which okay, right now fine. what I'm using because it's summer is a mint and white grapefruit. It's very nice. Wow. Okay. Damn, that's when fine. I had my fucking beard and mustache, I just used soap. That was it. And I use uh, shampoo. And then coconut oil also. You have all the best beard shops near you, Tim, and I fucking hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Good to be in New York. You know who's got really bad Except products for the crime on the subway. that they're using though is uh, Sporty because Sporty she grabs does. the the black shampoo and it's very gross because it's just hair coming out of a shampoo bottle into her hand. It's an Asian horror movie. You know you're gonna get it sooner or later, right? Yeah, it's hair. It's always black hair. Yep, yep. And then it becomes just regular ass black shampoo. Which, once again, you still shouldn't put in your hair. Because if on the best day it's charcoal, which you still shouldn't put in your hair. So, yeah, it could be like Neutrogena tea gel. Maybe she's got really bad dandruff. You should never put charcoal in your hair under any circumstances. But then how is she going to get that dandruff shampoo smell out of her fucking shorts? That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, man. Because yeah, all of her... Uh... That's a very good point. All of her underwear that she's wearing is going to get stained black. Okay, she's wearing, she's not wearing, I wish she's, she is wearing underwear, but it's underneath actual clothes. She's wearing a tank top, an actual tank top, yeah. presumably a bra, as well as underwear and shorts. So this is a fuck ton of clothing. <laughs> the height of sexy, as far as I'm concerned. She's got layers oh. in the shower. It's great. 
Oh man. It's what you dream of when you watched Lesbians Shower. It's like, like, oh my god, they're so close. No, 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 hold on. I had more of an imagination. They were fucking naked. They weren't <laughs> taking fucking baths or showers together when they're fucking workout outfits. Okay. I respect the clothes she wears, and I wish I was watching a different movie. Hmm. Hey, I mean, it was still good. I wasn't complaining. Yeah. Then we get this great scene where she walks into another room and there is just this image of the human body being projected against a wall. She walks up to it. Is it the cutout? Mm-hmm. What's that? I mean, it's, it's, it's not a cutout to display, but yes. Yeah. So she walks up and then poses so that the projection of the human body projects onto her own body. And she tries to trace where the, the musculature and bone and such would, would match up. But, of course, her body's not perfect. No, she doesn't measure up. Yeah, it's, uh, she's comparing herself to the projection of what you should look like unfavorably. And that bothers her. So she scribbles on herself and goes and does some uh, two-and-a-half-pound curls. Okay, but to be fair... She's done this wrong. You scale it up, so when the projection's on you, you have to get swole. Mm, that's a good idea. So then like, you can just cultivate mass. Exactly. She gets there to eat. Go. She gets to build some muscle. It's a it's a win win. Yeah. Brody, you're right. It should be the other one. It should be Scary Spice who's doing this. Yeah. I mean, I wish yeah. Scary Spice would, but Scary Spice is just sad. Poor, like, scary Spice scary. remains sad until the end. Oh, yeah. Her end is great, too. We'll get to that. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, we're pumping some iron. We're doing some curls. Okay, okay, but this is still the hospital, and there's a four-post canopy bed. I just need to remind people. Yeah, wait. That, that, so this shit can fucking me up. Because every time I've seen scenes, I'm like, wow, look, she's in her apartment. Wow, that's a crazy looking bathroom. Wow, look, uh, those two Geminis, they're in their fucking bedroom together. Wow, that's crazy. But yeah. It's in the all in the fucking hospital. With a black and white tile. All of it with black and white tile. Oh, my God, the black and white tile that everywhere. That can't work in the hospital, right? No, nope, that, that's, that's, bar, that's barbershop shit. Yeah, yeah, that does, or, or kitchen. Like, that's not... Or New York City subway. Yeah, yeah. So, then, Scary Monster just shows back up, starts uh, touching all over her, and grabs her, her dumbbell that she's doing curls with and fucking just chucks it at her and goddamn near brains her ass. See, I'm actually okay with this because she used three-in-one shampoo. Mm, yeah, that's true. She used two three-in-ones and then whatever that black shit was at the end. I am fucking fine with it. Like, at this point, I'm just like, fuck you. You deserve to go to hell. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we see a fan start blowing her hair all over and then her hair starts getting bigger and then we look up and we see the scary monster that's like a spider in the corner of your room but with tendrils of black hair coming out of it Yep. That then wraps her up like a cocoon and pulls her up. I think Ito Junji would actually appreciate this for the record. I think so too. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, there's some very specific scenes in Uzumaki that remind me of this hair. 
cut to now now we're getting to, to where I'm having some fun here. We've got some booty shorts. Coming oh up. boy. <laughs> oh man. And she is just rocking those booty shorts and that that mm-hmm. camera by the way that camera knows exactly where her ass is okay say who that it is that camera's making before. love to her ass at no 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 say, hold at on let's fucking say who it is first hold sir. on I'm, I'm first we're talking about the parts then we'll talk about the person <laughs> wonderful yes. fucking wonderful okay no let's we're further objectify her <laughs> it's scary spice uh and she's just kind of dancing around and and it's scary how good she looks in those shorts <laughs> she... hey, scary is fun but she's also terrified oh that yeah bitch will slap you yeah no she will slap you and... that's oh. okay uh, look i'm into nuns okay look you think so... that's a problem for me <laughs> i think the proper movie for y'all <laughs> so i i've just i i made a note here nightmare 2 we had a uh a, a similar kind of dancing scene with yes, a butt yes that's pump. right that who's better with the their booty she... Yeah, yeah, no. Was, okay, uh, you know what? I think I have. To, I think we have to give it to Nightmare Two because I think she closes the refrigerator with one shot. Yep. Where in Nightmare Two, he does it three times with three. the booty bump before he gets that drawer closed all the way. Mm-hmm. But he's, I mean, he's not closing trying... that drawer by the inch. He's yeah. He's not trying to close it immediately, Tim. He is <laughs> working the drawer. That's called okay? He's working his way up to it. <laughs> yep. That's called topping from the bottom, is what that's called, and he's fucking rocking it. So, oh shit, that's when you flip that shit on him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, power bottoms. All yep, the time. that's hundred percent. But yeah, she she just kind of bumps the refrigerator door shut and grabs some vegetables and fruits. Um, it's it's all right. Then she goes over to make herself a weird tomato juice, and this this bothered me with the raw egg. She puts this screen mm. over her cup mm-hmm. and cracks the raw egg on it. So okay. she only wants the whites of the eggs, right? Apparently, but that's not what happens. Because that yolk breaks and leaks into it. I saw it. I did. I agree. Yeah. Very inappropriate. As a chef, it was it was very inexcusable. Like, I would have just fucking remade that shit. Just use but your hand. But at the end, does it really matter if a little bit of yolk got into it? Yes, it does. It depends what you're doing with it, Tim. She's insane. This matters. Oh, well, then, then, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, and then she dumps cold cream Face in cream. it? Face cream. Yeah, yeah, cold cream. Yeah. Cold cream. Wow. Eddie. Hey, I old man. Like, you should fucking know this shit. I That's why I just said I haven't heard that in a long time. Cold cream. That's not what it is? What is it, then? Face cream? What's face cream? I mean, face cream is the same thing as cold cream, except for they don't call it cold cream. That's y'all. I use a hydrogen-based gel, so I don't know. Um, so she drinks this, and it doesn't go down too well, because then she just kind of yaks it up into a Ziploc baggie and then weighs it. And that's probably the most upsetting part of it. Is like, Well, no, first it looks like she throws the bag away, but then you see that she didn't throw it away. She threw it onto a fucking scale. Yeah. So she's. It's clearly... about two pounds, two pounds, like in our measurements. Yeah, so she's clearly got some issues with bulimia. Um, also, I I know like this is for the Candaces and the audiences, but like this whole room is dressed out of a Claire's Delilah's limited two catalog from the nineteen 
fucking 90s. And I okay. feel like someone needs to mention that because this is way too late. This is like an inflatable furniture room. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. It's a hospital. Okay, this bitch does not care. Like, this place looks like she decorated it for a, a teenager catalog from the 90s in the United States. Like, I so, feel like someone needs to mention that. So, okay. So, and you bring up an interesting point with that because, like, everybody's death and everybody's kind of rooms, quote unquote, that they're in seems like it's their heavenish area. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I their wonder. Space. Right. So, I wonder. If the scary monster, because we'll find out that this fucking thing can control time later on. Is this like a Freddy scenario that we have going on? See, I'm thinking more of a cheater, but go ahead. Is it, does it have like its own, like, this thing has limitless power. Is it? Is it just putting these people into a weird dream state? This is the killing? best part of the movie, but like we'll get to that later when it actually happens. Because like, this is the best monster I've ever known. It's it's a great. It monster. is very effective. I will I will give you that. Speaking of being monstrous, she then yells at her cat for being hungry and throws it. And fat and fat. And the kitten is fat. fat. This yep. Poor kitten. Kitten is not fat. But don't worry, the kitten will get its comeuppance. Uh. It gets oh, a good yeah, cat. Right. It gets a really good cat throw. So I hope Eddie's real happy. Uh, I love cats. Cats so. always land, uh, land on their feet, so it's but okay. But she threw okay, the cat. La- that did bother me. It landed a foot. The cat was fucking fine, but it made that same, like, Yeah. Okay, That that's true. The the ADR for the cat, wonderful. I'll give that an 8 out of 10. So then she goes and hits the bathroom, sprays some toilet water in her mouth. Okay, from the fucking, like, nozzle from the bidet. And I'm like, look, like, if you're using the bidet... Don't yeah. like. There's a sink. There's a fucking sink, bitch. Yes. Use the sink. Yes, exactly. Because then she goes to the sink and starts brushing her teeth. And eating and a donut. Way, oh, and okay. Now, we, full stop. This is a separate podcast that we have to get into. You're not allowed to eat food while you brush your teeth, people. You fucking monster. You horrible monster. I'll take the bidet water in the mouth before I'll take a mid toothbrush fucking homer simpson half donut what the fuck yeah that's tough because they did that in one take she fucking ate that donut right yeah was that real toothpaste or was that like flavored was that like wait you know oh wait they did it was frosting that's what it is it was frosting no oh you optimistic son of a bitch (laughs) you optimistic bastard Tim, that was whatever the cheapest, like, knockoff crest they could get on their, like, $30,000 budget for this movie. I believe that they have frosting in Thailand, so it's okay. Somebody went out and bought a can of Cool Whip just for fun, and then a can of frosting. I no, hope Tim. you drink your whippets. <laughs> uh, no, but, you know, wait, hold on. Spoiler alert. I don't want to ruin anything or step on anybody's toes, but I found out that somebody that we all know and have a connection to... Uh, somebody's mom has done whippets before. Okay. Okay. If you want to have really good, if you want to have really good anal, that's a great way. No, that's poppers, not whippets. Oh, he's, he's talking about whippets. Oh, wait, I've been putting the fucking cool whip in the wrong hole. Yeah. Damn it, Damn it. Look, I don't care about whippets because no one cares about whippets. No. no one cares about whippets. Poppers are a lot better. Yeah, I, I saw Popper. I, I took my daughter to the uh, uh, pediatrician, and they have the emergency smelling salts, you know, uh, that's taped up to the paper towel dispenser. <laughs> oh, wait, Tim, I thought about for? you. 
In case the kid passes out or something. I don't know. Well, I know what an emergency smell is, but it gets you high if you're not passed out. Tim, that's a, we went over that's this. A, yes, Tim, you goddamn this is a monster. <laughs> this is a gay drug. This is what gay people do. Well, I mean, you gotta just pass out more. People who like to party. You know? Like, this is how you have fun. You want something in your ass that's really big. This is how you do it. Yeah. Uh, she could have uh, done something to help with her mouth, though, because then monster shows up and just starts ram jamming her toothbrush into okay, her mouth. Okay, but to be fair, right before this, you see the practical effect about to happen because her baby hairs are leaning to the back wall because she's clearly not actually on the yes. floor. Yes, yes. No, that, that's true. It bothers true. me. Yeah. Because it pops up behind her in the mirror, grabs her hand, takes control of her hand, and starts mouth raping her with a toothbrush i like how you say raping not fucking but you're right that is actually more well, correct it's not consensual well, yeah, she it's wasn't, not consensual. she wasn't no, that you... wasn't why she went to the bathroom no <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like i said you're more correct yeah and then her mouth is just bleeding and so she's like i gotta get the fuck out of here and run she needs a soft bristle instead of that hard bristle that's what <laughs> that's true tim <laughs> She should have switched over to that. Get, get one of those water picks. That would have worked a lot better. Oh, yeah. Damn. You fancy people. <laughs> so, no. She then... has a bidet. So, it's kind of like she has a water pick, right? It's, okay, true. it's Thailand. Bidets are normal. Yeah. Bidets yeah. are great. I don't they are the where best. Where they come from. Mm-hmm. It's like having a, a robot give you a rim job. Are you kidding me? I have two bidets in my house. I'm super See, proud See, I think of it's more that. like a water ghost doing it to me. But okay, you're more science fiction, I'm more horror. Nice, nice. So yeah, then she tries to run away, but it ends up doing the Nightmare on Elm Street running through the same door over and over gag. And I love this. I love this because this movie is full of fuck you. It is. It is. And it works, though, because they they change the angle a little bit every time. They change the lighting a little bit every time. It's so, so really well fucking shot. And then she runs out, though, and trips over a medical prep tray, I think is what that's called. More or less. And ends up with a scalpel stuck in her fucking leg. And I'm like, that's it. At this point, I'm done. Like, if that thing got stuck Stop in my running. leg, I'm, 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 no, I'm just done. I'm like, you know what? I give up. I leave. I'm leaving right now. Because <laughs> that sucks. So she goes and pulls the scalpel out of her leg. And then her hand starts turning black. And then it grabs her hair, and we cut. So, okay, hold on here. Now we're seeing a, a little uh, possession angle coming along with the being able to nightmare on Elm Street and uh, all the other powers that the scary monster has. Did they already do, maybe where I'm skipping ahead, I'm, I'm getting confused, but did, did they do the crisscross between the two uh, people yet? I don't know what you mean. Somebody's, you see it twice. Somebody's you, running out of a room. Oh, I think this might not be yet, it. Not yet, and not yet. you see, okay, okay. Yeah. Not yet. So yeah, now we cut back to the uh, the doctor. He heads out. He makes another call, waiting for his pickup guy. Side note: Before this, we saw that the clock is almost midnight, right? As yes. she's pulling the scalpel out, almost midnight, and she's pulling the scalpel out. Just so you know. Okay. And our doctor goes out to uh, wait for the pickup guy. We uh, get another one of those fun kind of comic relief scenes where it's back at the party. 
where uh, oh my god with the with... tie uh the tie karen black yeah oh, no, no, no 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 it's tammy faye baker if it's ever anyone yeah Ooh, <laughs> okay wow good call holy good shit call. yeah yeah holy shit i think we, we both might be right i, I love a little this bit more scene. towards tammy faye yeah you're right because they're just an the old giant guy. Hair, the giant eyelashes. Oh God, yeah, it, it's so overdone. Yeah, at one point, when she smiles, it's straight out of fucking trilogy of terror. Have you not yeah. seen Tammy Faye Baker, sir? I grew up watching Tammy Lee Faker and Jim Baker. Tammy Lee Faker. Yeah, well, come on, right? <laughs> so, I love this though. This little scene of comic relief, because there's the old guy in here hitting on a bunch of the nurses. Right. Well, his wife, wife watches. His wife is fucking watching this shit because she's yeah. at the fucking table. She's like, "The fuck you doing?" Yeah, she's like, "This fucking guy." She reaches over, taps the the lady next to her, says, hey, "Can I borrow your cell phone real quick?" Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Calls him up from her phone, bitches him out. Like, what the fuck do you think you're doing up there, you idiot? I'm watching I you. Can in the see hands. you. I'm right Stop here. hitting on those girls. They're young and like they don't want you. So please just. Stop, okay? Yeah, exactly. What you should tell this idiot. Does she even say, like, stop hanging out with those children? More or less, yes. Basically, okay. yeah. Hangs up. He gets pissed off. Calls her back. But then the wife has handed the phone back to the other lady. <laughs> and he's like, you fucking psycho bitch. What the fuck? She's like, excuse me, sir? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Well, you get the impression this is supposed to be like some big lady too at the table, yeah, right? Yeah, like she's the boss kind of situation, yeah. and he just really fucked Maybe she up. She owns a hospital or something like that. Yeah, yeah. She's fancy. She's also an upscaled version of him to demonstrate the fact that it is somehow insulting that she's his wife, because being an upscaled version of your husband is a bad thing. Mm, okay. Hey, look, it's the bullshit you get for dating a man who's smaller than you is annoying. Yeah, that sucks. That's a weird... Well, we don't know that he's small than her. We never see her he... sitting, standing up. Actually, you see them right next to each other. Is that well, well, with that hair? Of course. And, Anybody, oh, yeah. okay, Anybody's no, going to be smaller than her. His face is like 20% smaller than hers when he's right next to her. Yeah, you do yeah, see him later when, with the glitter and stuff we'll get to. Uh, so then we get some more background on uh, Dr. Sexy. He's trying to sell the body. Uh, and... We find out that one of our nurses is pregnant because the the twins, the babies, are having fun taking, you know, selfies and taking pictures of each other. She, Ginger, retreats to the bathroom. And I'm like, why are we following her into the bathroom? I don't need this. But it's okay because she pees on a pregnancy test and it's positive, so she smiles. So it's medical, right? Yes, as long as it's medical, it's tasteful, educational. Yeah, it's, I learned really how to pee on a stick because of this movie. Yeah, it's really tasteful. nice stockings. Just want to put that out there. Oh, th- yo, the fucking okay. stocking work in this movie. Hats off. <laughs> they, they, their, their jewelry budget is zero because I looked at their fucking jewelry. I was like, "A fuck you did." They're yeah, like, they're using la- paper jewelry, bro. Yeah, they had to cut it out. I mean, <laughs> your lingerie budget. They're like, spare nothing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where you go with it. I mean, come on. Who cares about jewelry? Yeah, and, and on the special effects too, they spent some money. Oh yeah, yeah. 
some pretty good special effects coming up. Uh, question, why does she have like 90 more pregnancy tests in her purse? Because she is enthused. Because this is, she's, she wants to be absolutely certain. Because when she tells him, she's going to have to be extremely certain. Hmm. So she she's going to show him, that was just, she's going to show him the fucking piss stick. But she's going to be like, look, I took 300 others before this and they all came up negative and this is the one that says positive? Okay, they're all going to be positive, you stupid son of a bitch. And right, well. and there, it's, it's well, like, there's the distrust there, obviously, because it's been a clearly a short amount of time and she's clearly just super enthusiastic and wants to make sure that he accepts this. If he gives her, like, if she gives him one, he's going to be like, eh, two, eh. Like, you give him fucking 20, he's going to go, yeah, mm. you're pregnant. But we'll find out later that, that's weird, anachronism. We'll find out later that earlier he proposes to her. Which well, has nothing to do with pregnancy that I know Doesn't of. her fucking bag stink of piss? Is that okay. fucking pregnancy okay. test? That's a good point. <laughs> okay, Tim, actual pregnancy test, because you know nothing about this apparently. Um, no. have caps that go on the end so you can show yes, straight still. So you can do straight men without them freaking the fuck out. Dude, so wait, hold gonna... on. Is it airtight, those caps? Are those it caps is. fucking airtight? Yeah, they fucking are. Okay. <laughs> She's still got a bag hey. full of piss vials, though, as far as I'm concerned. I understand, but they're closed. But hey, they turn out to be very handy later on, right? Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do, they do. Okay. Uh, I fucking a, love this movie. <laughs> I stand, this is a great movie. Yeah. I, I, okay, again, like not the best one, but good. Good, yeah. So then she leaves the bathroom, and her two uh, friends, both the baby spices, hands are black and glued to the table. While Scary Monster... Well, they morph together, right? Yeah. What they wanted to do. Yeah, and they can just stare at each other forever, right? Just like narcissists. But they are desperate for help and kind of screaming. They are kind of screaming, help me, help me. While Scary Monster Lady is just like chilling on the couch, like, ugh. Fucking, I can't. I've, I, I'm gonna leave. They're annoying. Well, is this when the monster's like doing fucking poses, sitting on the yeah. couches and sitting yes, around? She's she's yes, she's yes, voguing she a little bit. She's having a good time. Okay, look, she needs to demonstrate her dominance. This is one of the ways. Yes. Oh God, exactly. <laughs> and I love Bray. The, yeah, it the is ginger. a fucking power fucking uh, pose, right? It is. Like, look, you two are stuck. You just walked in on this. This has nothing to do with you. I'm just having a good time. Yeah, everybody who goes to work tomorrow after listening to this podcast, do that. Next time you have to have somebody like come into your office or your cubicle, set yourself up in that yeah. same exact pose. Yeah. And just Hands see. Kimbo. Like you're going to get a fucking mm -hmm. promotion and a raise, guaranteed. Yeah. Find the two people that you work with that look the most similar and glue their hands to a table. <laughs> Then lounge on a couch. About that, but just do like the fucking like the little pose that the ghost has got going on when everybody sees. Yeah, it's jaunty. And I love that Ginger's reaction is she just runs. She's like, "Fuck oh, this!" Oh yeah, fuck these bitches! <laughs> like I don't fucking care. Peace. I'm out. Well, I mean, she she right now she's running for two. That's that's true. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it is an even number of lives. Um. Uh, because she intends on keeping it, so it's a life. So then she ends up in the morgue, though. 
Okay, so first she ends up in a hallway, and there are more hallways here in this movie than Baby Ghost. Oh, God. It's just hallway after hallway after hallway. more different hallways than there are No, no, no. It's the same fucking hallway. It's not a better hallway. Yeah. It it really is. It's the same hallway that that, um, Scary ran down. And once again, there's another clock, and time does not appear to be moving. We we actually do see one more clock. Yep. And, yeah, time has... It's almost as though scary monsters controlling time. And she runs into the morgue. And we, this is a, by the way, very well done scene. She hears somebody crying. So she's kind of stumbling around there, looking under all these bodies. You know, uh, there's all these blankets with, with bodies under them. Until she finally turns and sees the the one in the middle of the room that's the best lit. So then that's how we know as viewers that that's the important one. But then it cuts to the the sheet being lifted and we're back in a flashback. And this time it's her sister hiding under the blanket. It's a playful looking sweetheart and I am so glad to see her. Yeah, and she's just, you know, I'm going to hide under here and wait until Dr. Sexy comes in and I'm going to give him a spooky little boo. And and that's not what happens, though, because then Ginger just walks in. This is like when you come home and you surprise your husband or your wife early on your day off, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because Dr. Sexy just... uh, approaches ginger uses his scalpel to cut the buttons off of her shirt that's sexy can we call him the professor if it's ginger (laughs) no he's still the doc you got him thurston thurston howell um he's thirsty for sure very and then he's howling oh wow okay i'm I'm shutting up for the rest of the show goodbye and i'm just like you aren't i love you but you aren't if this is a thing where you're you're trying to be a little discreet Cutting the buttons off, bad move, right? Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? That's like, whenever I see that in movies, it's like, yo, come on, I gotta go home. You just ripped all the fucking buttons <laughs> off my shirt, and you cut them off with a fucking scalpel. Unless, does screaming. she have, like, a backup uniform? I'd be screaming. I'd be like, the fuck you did, you stupid son of a bitch. You know I have to get on the bus after this. What the fuck did you do? Brody, I would love to see that scene. So you, you've got your, like, um... I don't know. Your old, like, Michael Douglas uh, kind of fatal attraction-y romance-ish thing movie back in the day where, you know, they get so overtaken by lust that he just, like, rips all the buttons off of her shirt. They, they have sex. But they were sex. home, right? She went, and then, they were at yeah, their house when they happened. The, right. But, but I want to see this happening in public, right? And then cut to the next scene, which is her trying to get on the subway and, like, hold her fucked up shirt together. <laughs> Like that asshole. No, at that point well, you take on. his shirt. No, no, you take his shirt. You do right. not give him a choice. He's the fucker on the subway without his shirt. And That's, if he wants to yes. to you, that is his choice. That's the scene. Yeah, you two are sitting Hold next on, to each other. With, I just thought of something. She's wearing the shirt and he's got none on. <laughs> we never see any of these nurses outside of the hospital. The only person mm. we see outside of the hospital is the doctor. No, we see Ginger so, outside for a minute. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. But on the grounds. Okay. Yeah. 
So everything that's happening, they take there's the uh, the two twins are sleeping in a fucking bed that's right there in the fucking break room. Uh, they're taking mm-hmm. showers that are right there. There's two different fucking bathrooms. Everything is in this fucking hospital. I think they're living there. So yeah. maybe cutting off her uniform, while it might not be the greatest thing, she doesn't at least have to take mass transportation home. Maybe I don't fucking care. You have to go down the hallway. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, you're gonna walk by your sister <sighs> with all, all the buttons cut the off your of shirt. It's a good fuck in front of dead people, right? Because guess what? Let's show some respect for the dead people. We can't fuck here because they're dead people. But once we're going to fuck, let's knock that motherfucker right off that fucking table. Okay, I've done a lot of (laughs) weird and terrible things in my lifetime, but what you said is insane. Yeah. So, oh my... Yeah, you you somehow beat me. What they're saying is insane because, yeah, first, Ginger's like, I don't know about about doing this. And he's like, what? The dead people can watch us. It's cool. Okay, and this way they flashed her her necklace, which is the cheapest looking necklace I've ever it seen. Could they like have borrowed shit. literally one of the actresses' like not shitty necklaces? No, no. See, I think here, I think what that is, Brody, is because I think we're gonna find out later on that he's kind of like bullshitting somewhat. So yeah, what are you gonna give to a woman who is so obsessed with trying to have your baby that she's gonna have a purse full of fucking piss smelling fucking pregnancy sticks? She's going to be happy with a 20 cent fucking necklace. Well, you don't, you, you're going to give her uh, uh, the high hard one, which is what he gives her. Well, he's giving her what he thinks about her. This is what she's worth. Yeah. She's like, she his wants penis. to have his baby. Just she wants to get penis. married. Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about the cheap necklace, not the, uh, the, no. not the penis. So, yeah, also his penis. Yeah, you are. His cheap penis. Yeah, a fucking which... dime a dozen. Tim, like you, exactly. People are practically giving them away, even when you don't want them. Yeah, you can uh, walk down the street and be like, "Please, sir, no." Yeah. Oh God, if that was a stock, it would just have no value. Tim. It would. It would be negative. The shit wow. would have been delisted. The shit would have been delisted years ago, Tim. I'm just telling you. Nobody wants to buy cock stock. No. No, no one. Everyone's trying to give away for free. Yeah, yeah, you go. Yeah, you... They'll pay you. They'll pay yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is true. I, I'll never forget. There's a line from a book that I read. It's how do you get a woman to do a gangbang video? You pay her a million dollars. How do you get a guy to appear in a gangbang video? You ask him. Yeah, you ask him for twenty thousand. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and he'll fly there. Yeah, and then you get enough of him, it pays for itself. Uh, no, so like you said, he just like throws her up on a slab. They they shove a body off of it, and poor sis is just the the cock sis under the. And blanket. at first, it looks like she's smiling, right? When she first sees what's going on, it kind of looks like she has a smile on her face a little bit. And then I, mean, I guess once they knock the body over, she realizes it's for real. Maybe you're disturbed, but I've never saw a smile. Yeah, I didn't see that one, Tim. I'm going to have to watch a movie again just to make sure. Okay, you you enjoy Sporty Spice for me, okay? I think that's on you, Tim. (laughs) So we go back to current time, and whoever was uh, crying under that blanket is still under the blanket. So we go to uh, flip it up to see who it is, and oh my God, impossibly it is dead uh, sweetheart, as you said. But she's not dead. She's alive, maybe? I think this is in our time jump for the record. I think it's slightly later in the same scene. Right. 
Because it'd make more sense as a time jump than anything else. Because at this point, like, Ginger says, like, hey, I'm pregnant. Yeah. And the yeah. doctor would never marry you anyway, so it's okay that I'm pregnant. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just not nice. But we have a pretty good sister fight. Oh, we do. I, I got to admit. Tells her, uh, look, I'm pregnant. And the sister's like, all right, well, fuck you then. I'm going to snitch on all you motherfuckers because you're selling dead bodies. <laughs> Which is and... not the thing you say aloud. You just turn them in. You don't fucking tell them. <sighs> yes. You know, Brody, I never understood that in movies is why when somebody tells the fucking mafia boss or the corrupt cop, like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of this shit. I'm going to tell everybody what's going on. Now let me leave the room. <laughs> dead. And so, yeah, then we, we kind of get a little revelation on what happened at the beginning of the movie. Oh, so that's who the person was that was saying they were going to snitch about the selling the bodies and getting killed. Uh, by the way, if you want to get drunk, please look at my notes and see anything that has the giant uh, heading time jump or hallway. Yeah. Oh, my God. So many you time get jumps. wasted. So many hallways. Well, if you want to get really drunk, like to the point where you have to go to the hospital, just drink every time I have my notes, sexy nurse. Yep. I was just going to say, <laughs> every time I have sexy in it, take a drink. You're, you're going to okay, die. Okay, look, this movie is not made for, like, if you don't want to see sexy nurses, you should find a different movie. I feel like if you pick this movie, you understand what you got. Yep. Yep. This would be a great double feature with, what's that name? Oh, what's the name of the one? Paz... Luca, I'm I'm completely butchering her name, but she did a fucking mm-hmm. movie, Nurse. Oh, there you go. Or Doctor Giggles, you could throw that in there too. Ah, triple feature. You want to keep it medical. So now, yeah, we just have the the murder scene on the uh, the snitch, and now we cut back to the current time. Where the, I, again, uh, I'm proposing that this movie all takes place in 15 minutes. It, uh, and for the record, we actually did skip a weird, small, tiny scene. We missed okay. a, scheme, a scene where uh, the doctor has a flashback to getting his cigarette lit in by a handsome yes. man that I will call Beloved. Yeah, so we, we, we did have that scene when he was waiting for whoever was supposed to pick up the body. And he had a flashback to a man who lit a cigarette, and he looks at this man quite affectionately. Yeah. Well, is that even who's supposed to be picking up the body, or is that just somebody? No, yes. that's a flashback. That's a flashback. Yeah, I know. And the time. flashback is it a flashback to the guy that gives him the light? Is that the guy who's supposed to be picking up the bodies, and that's no. how no. they meet, or they Tim. meet someplace else? Tim, that's, that's someone else. That's the person. His name is Beloved. What do you think he is? Yeah, Tim, the person who lights the cigarette is the same person that was playing high card with him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ace and King. Exactly. Yes. You okay. got it then. Yeah. But that's not the person picking up the bodies. Because, because that's not likely or that, possible. Because that person, we'll find out later, is more in the business of helping to sell the bodies than purchasing the bodies. Okay, yes, that's true. If that makes sense. Okay. So, he, uh, doctor gives them a phone call. And she answers it and is crying at the phone call. Ginger, that is. Again, the wedding march. Just in case you wanted to hear the fucking again, wedding march again. Yeah, the ringtone. Her ringtone. Da, da, da. Is the wedding march. 
and so she uh, picks the phone up and she's crying. She's like, "Help, help! You gotta, you gotta come fucking help me because there's this crazy. Go- uh, I mean, I mean, I got a, I got a sexy surprise for you. So sexy, so so fucking sexy. You're gonna need mm. to fucking come here now. You gotta, yeah, you gotta get over here now. It's going to be um, sex. Guess what? That- it works a thousand percent of the time. Yeah. And we cut back to her on the phone. But it's not, it is her, but it's not her because she's full jokerfication, face makeup with scary monster caressing her. It has done the weird black changing well, it looks of like color. looks like they morphed together, right? Yeah. It looks the yeah. same way the ghost morphed into her, like her face. Yes. The ghost changes the twins' colors to a dark black when their hands are set to the table. And right. now her face is covered in the same dark sparkly pigment yeah so the idea is that the ghost can possess your limbs or in her case your mouth parts of your body if not your whole body they can do it she can do at least parts of your body yeah and this is represented visually by black paint or or whatever on the actor so it's tasteful blackface uh she snaps out of it though uh, charlie i hope you're fucking happy you stupid son of a bitch. right now charlie he's like you know what i'm not gonna watch sick nurses 10 more times tonight i'm gonna listen to that comment 10 more times tonight yeah i hope but he's then, fucking happy i love it though because she snaps out of it she grabs this bucket and just whips it back around at the scary monster like fuck you but scary monster vanishes like scary monsters do Yep. yep. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bucket of holy water. Yeah. And now we cut back to the uh, to the twins. Ah, the baby spices. Uh, and this, their whole situation gets really fucked up now, and it doesn't get any better because it, it's Saw. I love this. It's Saw. They make they make a Saw movie here. It is sort of Saw. Yeah. It literally becomes Saw later. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because the twins uh, are they run into scary monster. They run away in the same direction, but somehow get separated from each other. Despite the fact that they're basically attached. Yeah. And one of them... Yes, but what's great about it is they run into an elevator. Yes. And each one of them runs into a separate elevator at the same time. Because here we got maybe a time split and a reality split. And they're mirrored inside the elevator. So it almost looks like there's two of them in the elevator. Exactly. So it's, and they're uh, just and calling each other's names endlessly, like just, just narcissists. I don't want to say narcissists, but like twins are not the same fucking person. You stupid dipshit. Right, but I mean, I think that the the narcissist thing is just the obsession over their own beauty, and then being able to look at another human being that is your beauty reflected back. I bet at you, you the pole twins were exactly like that. I bet they I, were. I don't think that's the issue. I think they just like each other. I don't think it's a mirror Could image be. issue. Could be. Yeah. yeah, so, uh, but one of them ends up in a video room where and they have And my only all note the... here is, Eddie, you must be happy. I must? Because, because of the... Because Saw! They made Saw! Yeah, well, it's Saw 2, technically. Okay, fair, um, fair. Because <clears throat> I, I just rewatched Saw 1 because I watched Spiral over the weekend. Okay, and I had oh to watch. God. I had to watch something good um, after that because that is a terrible movie. And not worth your time. Uh, you know, and I watched after I saw Spiral, just to hmm. take it off my palate. Seed. 
Oh, God. Wow. Okay. My heart's was... broken, but I understand. Yeah, I'm sorry, Brody. If you were looking forward to Spiral, because the idea of doing Saw, but with different people completely is a great idea. The problem is that the writer and director were people from the Saw series already after it went down. And downhill. it's two movies mushed together. If you took Saw out of Ugh. that movie, you would not take anything away from the original movie. Saw is just like literally just shoved in certain places. Plus, Chris Rock's performance isn't very strong. What does he so, do with his jaw? What the know. fuck is up with that? Did they get? Are we going to see a deleted scene on the Blu-ray where somebody punches him in the face and that's why he's got his fucking jaw like that for the whole movie? I I don't know. So it's not top five performance, like as in the movie top five. No, it's not even head of the state performance for Chris okay. Rock. Okay. So. Wow. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Deep dive. Uh. Yeah, so she's just in the video room watching her sister get ram-jammed into the fucking wall of of the elevator by the scary monster. Because she's calling her, and apparently the monster response to her, the cell phone's been weirdly implanted in her face. Yeah, so... Her sister's face is her grammar into the wall while the cell phone's in her face, so the cell phone smashes inside her jaw. Yeah. Fucking Joker, you hack. Oh, my God. And it's fucking terrible, but enough of that we're we're gonna cut back to um to scary real quick whose head is just stuck in a waistband with her uh booty shorts sticking straight out and i'm like, like you know there's what? intestines in this waistband for the record because like why would hospitals have a taste intestines in like a clear <laughs> waistband like that okay but because sure she's got the the black hands thing going on making her eat people guts and that's gross then it like drags her away, or she fights it off and then it drags her over to this ashtray and starts yes like, Ooh, eating. yeah this is this is bad i mean the butt on her she i guess you are what you eat wow She's eating some cigarette holy <laughs> shit eddie holy fucking shit okay if you're gonna knock all the people who ate ass you're gonna have to knock a lot of people no, 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 <laughs> nothing, nothing against people eating ass, man. Like I said, uh, uh, Jimmy Pop from the Bloodhound Gang, he was all about that before it was popular. So, <laughs> thank you, Tim. Now uh, both of her hands are black, right? And she's fighting with them. And I, I didn't catch what the jug was. I think it was water. I it, was it was water. It's those giant water Yes, it's water. Yes, she takes yeah. it from a water fountain. Yes. Yeah, Except for like... she doesn't learn that she can move your fucking face regardless of where your hands are. Yeah, or close your mouth. Uh, <laughs> so it's just dumping water down her throat. Finally, she gets away from that whole situation. And then uh, just a, a lady with a purse for a head comes stumbling in. Okay, and we know the purse, so it has to be Posh, because this yeah. is Posh's purse. This is Posh's horrible, terrible-looking fucking oversized yeah, that's designer okay. purse. Right? He bought okay, that first on the street all, corner. You, these were popular then, okay? So, like, don't blame her. These were popular. Especially among Asian communities. These were hugely popular during this time. Okay. You don't have to tell me about that, Brody. Believe me, I know. Okay, but thank you. Thank you. Was that a knockoff or was that a real fucking bag? It, Just like the it, necklace that he gave to the other nurse. Okay, it was probably a knockoff, but it doesn't mean... Like, how many people do you know who protected a knockoff? True. Okay, thank you. Good point. Good point. Um, 
new metal used to be popular too, but I wasn't into it. So I'm not going to defend her. Thank you. Anyhow, Pursehead comes fucking stumbling over, bumps into her and knocks her into probably the fucking worst room that the person who's going to get Freddy murdered for, for being bulimic could possibly go into. To be fair, I have this labeled as fetus room. It's fetus room. Every hospital have yep. this room? I, I just have it labeled as pickled parts in fetus room. And the I note... This, I, I have this written down as Zach Baggins' living room. <laughs> I just... Then the note that I have is this isn't good. So she gets up and tries to leave by opening the door, which you do. And Brody, black and white tile instead of a doorway. I call this the fuck you door. The fuck you door. <laughs> That's so great because you just open it and it's like, nah, fuck you. Fuck you. There's no fucking door here. I'm sorry. Like, this is not happening today. And at this point, I'm prepared for her to go on a feeding frenzy in this room because yep. that's what's going to happen. But what I wasn't prepared for is what does happen. Um, anybody want to pick up the description on this one? I'll hand it off to somebody. I've been talking too much. Okay. So for some apparent reason, the uh, ghost decides to throw a whole bunch of the razors they use for X-Acto blades and decides to throw them at her. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, while a kitten and a ghost are watching, uh, the uh, scary spice decides to just consume these because of her black hands of ghost inhabitedness. Uh, and so she's shoveling razors into her mouth. X-Acto razors, just so many of them. And she's just mm-hmm. gobbling them up. At this point, like, she finally looks down and there's, like, her jaw. And then she looks to, like, the left. She's like, oh, that's my tongue. That's oh. not good. Yeah. And then... And then the coup de gras, for some reason that no one understands, a baby fetus flies into her mouth and suffocates her. Yeah. And I, I do also, I would like to point out, her tongue does fall out and the cat eats it. It does. Yes. The cat's you know, it's incredible. Yes. It's, it's, it's a great It's international, scene. right? It's international. Cat got your tongue. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I didn't even get that one. I love you, Tim. Thank you for being here, sir. For real? Come on. I had that written down. I'm like, come on. That's that's going to be like a hacky joke. But No, it is. It's perfectly hacky. And, Tim, I respect you and love you for having that. Thank you. But oh, I love God. the cats there to enjoy it because the cat got fucking shit for being like, yeah. you're too yes. fucking fat, you piece of shit. And, like, the cat, hey, the kitten's like, no, nah, I'm good. Don't fuck with cats. Yeah. Don't look at that documentary on Netflix unless you're serious, but don't fuck with cats. Yeah. No, they're uh, they're right in between living and hell. So it's, uh, we get it. Now we cut back to uh, Mirror Elevator's bashed cheek. She starts spitting out more of those uh, scalpel blades that we saw earlier, or exacto blades, I suppose. Um then, it was something that you didn't want to have in your mouth and have to swallow. Yeah. I believe the girl in the elevator is spitting on buttons. Because she's spitting on buttons? Yeah, yeah, because has, it's her cell phone is in her face, and the ghost smashes her face oh. into the elevator. So she's spitting out. Not teeth, which you would expect. She's spitting out little pieces of the cell phone that broke. 
Interesting, because it just looked like the same little uh, scalpel blade thingy. It's different. From the previous scene. Okay, I'll have to go rewatch that then. Uh, then she kind of... Yes. S- Any reason to rewatch this movie is okay. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a great movie for the record, but once again, please see what keeps you alive. It's a great lesbian movie if you want actually watch, watch a queer movie. There are much better examples, but this is the one that you picked, and you love it. I, so I know I'm pick? a monster. Right. Look, free no. range to pick. I um, was queer at the wrong point in time no, before no. there was actual representation. Okay. No, Brody, you're not a monster. It's it's your story, so that's what matters. Okay, that's all. Okay. Okay. So this is the one that you picked because it's your story. So then she uh, gets her head bashed against the wall and spits a shitload of uh, blood out. And gets pushed back into this crazy black box in the video room. At this point, this is clearly this is clearly Sweetheart doing all this because he was wondering. We this is clearly Sweetheart by this point. Yeah, we know who this is. At at this point, yeah, because Scary Monster Ghost has been looking a little less and less makeupy, dirty as this has been progressing, and you you can you can tell that yeah, this is Sweetheart at this point she's just fucking angry oh yeah yeah she's got a little bit of a score to settle here so then ginger's running down the hallway uh meets purse face i i guess is the only thing i can call her <laughs> I, at this I point. Mean, it's fair it's fair at this point posh is only recognizable as purse face because she's yeah. just a fucking bag on a, on a body yeah. Well, we saw early in the scene where she's walking down the hallway and she has a book on her head, and on top of the book she has the purse. Is the purse? And she's trying yeah. to do like that model walk where like you walk with a book on your head and you don't uh, have the book fall off because she has yeah. perfect fair. balance. So to be fair, I did that head. as a child, so I get that. Okay. I think okay. everybody did that, right? Really? Thank you. I did it. Thank you. I feel better. You saw it on TV. Yeah. It was a thing. People did it. So. Now people do that with Kindles. Now, <laughs> so now, now the, uh, that in, in the uh, wallet file for their Bitcoins. Since I, have... I have this as posh, as baghead, as, uh, as a Silent Hill nurse that walks by. Yeah, she does kind yes, of strike Yes, very that... Silent Hill style, yes. Yeah, bubblehead nurse thing. Very good. Yeah. And so Ginger's trying to pull the purse off of her head. And sees, oh, there's a bunch of stitches that are connecting it to your neck. This is oh, this is the know. classic. This is classic story story I grew up with that I'm so happy is here. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, all right, well, we'll just go ahead and pull this stitch out from here. But first, we're gonna cut back to the twins just again, real quick. Uh, so Am, one of the twins, has a uh, black hand situation while her sister's in the black box. She grabs a syringe. And jams it into her sister's fingertip. Not a big fan of that. That probably hurt. Uh, then she tries to throw the syringe away. It becomes a bone saw. And she reaches up with her black hand. And her sister reaches up with her black hand. And they grab both sides of this bone saw. And they start doing the old cartoon lumberjack thing to the tree. It's a joint effort. It's a joint effort, yeah. They do yeah. everything together. They yeah. wait. Are they extreme sisters? They must be. I don't know what this means, sir. <laughs> so you know, people who like trash TV are gonna know exactly what that means. 
No, they're like I the, don't. They're like the Property Brothers, but with taking apart a human being. No, there's a show on TLC that's called Extreme Sisters, and it's about sisters who are extremely, extremely close together. And there are two Australian sisters who are twins, identical twins, and they literally have to be the same with everything. To the point... And I'm not even going to get into how they have sex with a boyfriend for five minutes. One of them does this, and the other one does it the same oh, thing for God. five minutes. I'm sorry, it's five minutes? Yes, it's a, they have a five-minute rule, Brody. That's because when they also do cleaning, one woman is vacuuming, and the other sister is standing behind her, miming the vacuuming thing, and then they time it where it's five minutes, and then they switch. I okay? want to kill them. It is... Uh, one of them has a toothache that's infected, and the dentist says I have to pull it. And she's like, well, okay, as long as my sister can get her tooth pulled too, so we can be the same. And he says, ethically, I cannot do that. It's, there's nothing wrong with your sister's tooth. I can't just pull it. So the other sister decides she's going to keep the tooth. She's not having it taken out. Tim, so, I, yeah, swear God, gonna, for you. I swear to God, I'm going to... I swear to God, I'm going to push one of them off a building. I can't. I cannot tolerate. Just what you're imagine talking about. The, then imagine with the Australian accent too. You really want to push them off a fucking building and hope a dingo eats them. Tim, but I they cannot. asked the doctor. They went to a fertility doctor whether or not if they could use a turkey baster, if they could jerk their boyfriend off. Oh God! And then immediately use a turkey baster on both of them because they both have to be pregnant at the same time. Do they That's... not have separate boyfriends? No. No, they, they have, have the same to have boyfriend. The same boyfriend, right? Why? Yes, five minutes. She does something to him for five minutes, and then the sister does, and they they're very clear about it. They don't do anything with each other. But I'm like, okay, that that would bed. be weird. That would be weird. Yeah, you're in that. the same bed. Yeah, at that point, you might as well do something with each other. That kids, would be right? weird, Tim, if they did that. Well, wait a minute. Then I was just going to ask a question about masturbation, but yeah, um, that's degenerate, Tim. <laughs> Wow, holy shit, Eddie. Wow, yes, holy shit. That's right, I just, I just got that connection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that they is do everything together the same at the same yeah. time. And they have to be... Wow, that, for whip, two women, that's got to be really tricky to do everything <laughs> like that at the same time. <laughs> they just saw the doublement commercials as kids and it fucked them up. Like... <laughs> well, I'm watching the show, so who's the real fucked up one? So. Well, that's well, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Uh, no, it was nice so, to meet you all. Yeah, yeah. So then we cut back to uh, Brody, your favorite thing going on here, the pulling the stitch on Purse Head. And she uses scissors, doesn't she? Does she use a nice little... I believe she does just uses uh, shears to like snip them. And she's so excited because she thinks this is going to go well. She really does. She does. She's like, oh, this is a great idea. You know what? I got this. And meanwhile, Posh is like, yeah, don't. This is not don't, going... Please stop. Please don't do the thing you're about to do because... Uh... And then it's pretty bad CGI blood, but it's still fun. Just a cascade of blood erupts from under the, the purse head as the purse and head fall off completely. And it's the girl who had the ribbon around her neck, and it's all you ever wanted. Yep, yeah, it's the girl with the ribbon around the neck. It's the, the man with the uh, red sweater from the Tomy series, speaking of Junji Ito. 
And then Prager's is like, well, yeah, fuck this noise. Uh, I'm going to get my ginger ass out of here. My exact note is ginger runs off because no one needs a murder rap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. She's already got one. She doesn't need two. Well, not only that, but she's like, the worst I could do is like mistreatment of a corpse at this point. Yeah, yeah, good point. So she starts running down the stairs and she's like, oh shit, here's a bunch of regular nurses that are leaving. Weird, they all have the same haircut and they're all facing the same direction. They're wearing the same outfit, but you know what? It's cool. So she's like, hey. And then they turn around. And they and all they say don't... to her, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> and they just don't have heads. They just have that hair. Covering they... their eyes and their neck. Yep. That they just have like a weird donut of hair for a head. And they all just start charging her ass. And she she grabs her her sword, her her weapon. What's the thing that she has the most of? <laughs> her pregnancy test. The thing fair, that's always handy with this woman. To mm-hmm. be fair, a pregnancy weapon a pregnancy test is a great weapon. I stand by yeah. this. I, I this might be some of like the best fucking kills I've ever seen in a movie with I for real Just... if anybody out there in Horrorville Horrorland has ever seen people getting fucking killed by a pregnancy test please yeah. at me this is that, that yeah I've never seen this happen before that's a very good point Tim uh because she just starts stabbing them in the fucking head thing <laughs> with these pregnancy tests and just beating their asses then we, we cut back to the, uh, I have them now as the Saw Twins. And, to be uh, fair, that is correct. Baby baby Spice uh, 1 is in a box all sawed up. And that box is comically full of blood, I would say. And the other one just pleads with the ghost to, like, look, man, can you just let me go? Because I... I wasn't the one that killed you, I guess, because now I know who you are. And we kind of go over a little bit later the full death scene and the levels of everybody's involvement. And I believe that's why the ghost here kind of just is like, cool. Yeah, I'll, I guess I'll leave a little bit. But then for some reason, she's just got her mouth propped open with like a mouth spreader i don't know she does that for a bit but then she removes her before she goes to see her sister it's a weird thing she puts it in and removes it herself and leaves it near her sister just like okay you put it in yeah why did you do that you know i guess maybe because you're opening your mouth and confessing maybe there's something like that i don't know but then yeah she she goes over to her dead sister in the box and uh she's grief-stricken uh, for her sister, lover, other half thing, whatever their cool, weird relationship was. And she just grabs the saw and slits her own throat and bleeds out into the box with her. So it's kind of a poetic death on this one. It's a great scene, I think. Yeah. Where she, gets, she begs for her life and the ghost gives her mercy. But then when she sees what she did and that she's not going to live with her sister, she kills herself. Yep. So now we cut back to Dr. Sexy, who's driving there, and uh, he opens up the glove compartment 
to look for, I don't know, maybe he wanted to find the, uh, his gloves. Maybe it's a cold a cigarette? night. Cigarettes? Cigarettes, yeah. Like but he doesn't. Brody? Instead, he finds a playing card. Ace of hearts. Yeah. And we cut to another flashback. And it's him and what we established to be uh, his lover. Beloved. Yep. And they're playing a game of uh, bet who draws the higher card. Whoever draws the higher card is the winner. And you have to do what the winner says. Right. says well, but you know, we've been drinking whiskey all night. That's boring. Let's make it something interesting. So uh, Beloved says, yeah, okay, that's a, that's a good idea. Let's, let's do that. Doc flips a king. And Beloved flips the Ace of Hearts. And says, all right, marry me. The doctor says, I'm sorry, uh, I can't do that because you're a man. Well, and I think he says, I have to marry a girl. I have to no, marry a girl. No, he says, I have to marry a girl. Actually, no, the, uh, the text says, you're crazy, I can't marry a man. Yeah. And that's a bummer. Well, I think the other thing, too, is I, I might have watched it with some fucked up subtitles. That could be. That could be. I watched it on um, uh, Amazon Prime, so there were like two layers of subtitles, and I disabled one, so I don't know which which subtitles I ended up with. So we cut back to <clears throat> Ginger, who makes it out of the hospital. Finally, someone makes it to the fucking hospital. Finally. Congratulations, she made it out of the stairwell into the outside. Congratulations. Yeah, but it's also just like a bunch of sheets that are hung up everywhere. Like they hang their sheets as they dry. Like God, in the actual... she had 375 fucking piss tests to kill all those yeah. fucking nurses. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they uh, yeah, so, so they actually hang the sheets out to dry. That's a move for the, the hospitals. It's environmental. I mean, cool. Well, that's, yeah, that's good. It might be a biohazard, but... I was gonna say, yeah, that can't be. I mean, good. I guess after they're cleaned, though, then technically they they wouldn't be. Huh? Yeah, but are they really cleaned after they've been outside in the air? Kind of all fucking kind of bugs you got flying into them. All yeah. that other shit. Right? Look, if it's tuberculosis, it's like three months. But like, let's ignore tuberculosis and pretend this isn't. Okay. So it also makes a, it cuts a striking image for the movie because then we see shadows in all of the sheets, right? Yep. And so she's like, oh shit. Yeah, every one of these could potentially have the scary monster behind it. Also, but that's her I'll... sister. Like, like, don't forget this is her actual sister. Right. She grew up with this woman. Yeah, so that's that's the issue. Is she also is identified that this is her sister by this point, right? So it's just a weird situation to be in that really sucks. And plus, you just stabbed like. I don't know, like Tim said, 357 people in the head with a fucking pregnancy test, but their head's made out of hair. But they still died. So, I don't know. It's a wash, I guess. All the uh, shadows in the sheets vanish, and Scary Monster snatches her up, drags her to the center of where all the laundry's hung up. And it's cool because it's almost like a clock, right? We've got all these rows of the white sheets perfectly pointing to a circle in the center. It's radial. Yeah. And she gets her ass beat. She does. By like ESP 
psychic power shit. I know this because... is a fuck, this is the definition of a sucker punch, right? Oh yes, repeatedly. And I'm gonna go if we're going percentages. I'm gonna say twenty percent of the the blows that land are not to her abdomen, right? Because we're but clearly like, okay, you're 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 pregnant, and maybe uh, maybe you're not gonna be pregnant. Maybe that's what the fear is we're working on here. So while she's getting her ass beat, we have a cool flashback to an award ceremony where they sing about compassion. So that's good. giant confetti. So much confetti. <laughs> so much confetti. Holy yeah, like, Christ. This guy just pulls this like uh, switch or something and just confetti cannons. It's just spraying everywhere. And we cut back to... I was thinking of The Shining with Kubrick, but instead of the elevators opening up in blood, I think all the glitter that was used in this 13-second yes. like, fucking scene could come pouring out. And it's big chunks of glitter, too. It's not even, like, tiny glitter. It's... No. Do you want tiny fucking glitter that's going in your fucking nose and you're fucking breathing it in? I once said that, that if I... W one of the reasons I'm not a millionaire is because if I was, I would just hire crop duster planes to fly over major cities and just dump glitter... <laughs> because at first at first everybody would be like oh my god this is you know fun it's so pretty and no and then after like four and a half to five years where people are still finding glitter in their sandwiches everybody would remember my name okay as, oh, no, as a see, person here's what you do i think sorry go ahead brody as a person who who is queer, um, glitter bombing is well is and will always be one of my favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> right, P ripped on. Yeah, yeah. Uh... A real a real proponent of glitter, ripped on. <laughs> I got that wrong, but you so, know you did. It was I, Rip Taylor, Taylor, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Rip Taylor. Uh, okay. I, it was. I got the gesture. So what was your point, sir? Well, my point is, if you're going to do that, Eddie, if you're going to fucking glitter bomb everybody with fucking F-14s, because you got a billion dollars. F-14s? I said crop dusters, but go on. Crop all right, crop crop. Well, look, F-14s, you're going to get the job done all across the country in, like, supersonic speed. True. Okay, Make a do deal with a clothing well? company. Try to fast. Yeah. I'm, I'm thorough, too. A cleaning company? Oh, yeah, there you go. So you fire up a cleaning company. No, then... clothing company, because after oh. that, everybody's going to need to go out and buy fucking brand new clothes that haven't have don't, don't have fucking glitter all over them. This is about say... marketing, you stupid self-centered son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, this, this is about, um, they will remember my name. This is about legacy, Tim. That's what this is about. It's also about plausible deniability for people who have gone to strip places where they have glitter on their body shape. <sighs> Oh, 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 so but that's a day? So you got to let everybody that's a, know. That's a day you can get away with going to the strip club. That and for the next uh, uh, life in perpetuity. So Ginger starts begging for mercy. That's when we get the, uh, the compassion ceremony. And, uh, well, she will have no mercy because Ginger stumbles off, grabs a wooden stake, and tries to ram jam it into Scary Monster. She uses her stupid knee. Yeah. I like the monster so I like Sweetheart more than like anyone in this fucking movie. Okay, I so you want me to this. call Scary Monster Sweetheart now? 
Okay, look, it's clearly Sweetheart. No okay. one thinks it's anyone but Sweetheart at this I juncture. I know, but it was, it's been scary. Okay, so... She's yeah, still Ginger, Sweetheart. Ginger goes to Ram Jam Sweetheart with a wooden stake. It doesn't work out, though, because she looks down and the points are reversed on the stake. Ginger's hands are uh, blackened and she's pointing the stake at her own stomach. And she's shoved it deep into herself. Yeah, yeah, and it's about to strike midnight. And right about then is when Dr. Sexy shows up. So Ginger is trying to fight off the spear, failing, blocks it with uh, uh, her arms with her leg, as you said, by kind of like hugging her leg like she's stretching her back out or something. It's like a weird position, but I don't know, it's effective. It has to be a yoga pose. It was, was quick thinking. I wouldn't have thought of that. I probably would have learn more about yoga. Moved. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it's not working because she still gets uh, poked in the stomach. Clock starts striking midnight, and I have to change this. Sweetheart starts thrashing around because it's midnight. And remember, that means it's the end day. of the seventh day, so mm -hmm. Sweetheart's going to have to go away. Then Ginger gets up with the stake and actually stabs Sweetheart with it, to which... Sweetheart stands up, pulls out the stake. We look at the clock. <gasps> Uh-oh. There's a 13 o'clock now. It's the fuck Cheating you clock. No, it's, it's the, the fuck you clock. Like there's a fuck you door. Fuck you door. Fuck you clock. Fuck you hallway. It's all fuck you. Sweetheart is 100% fuck you right now because she just sprays magnificent glitter everywhere it's confetti. it is the same confetti that was coming out of the machine at the award ceremony and this is why yes. i love this movie it's it so fucking spraying it out of her mouth or out of the wound Chest. out of the wound Chest. yeah and it's so beautiful because then it cuts back to the stupid meeting with the compassion song and they're now all being sprayed with blood which so. is great because it's still and they're just somewhere. standing there like nothing's going wrong yeah. They look actually no. They look upset, but they keep doing it because they think they're supposed to, which is the most straight thing I've ever heard. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, well, wow. we're all supposed to be here living this life, so fuck it. I guess I'll eat this shit sandwich. Oh God. So then, sweetheart just gives Ginger a good old fashioned Undertaker choke. Just reaches out, grabs her by the fucking throat, and slams her down on the ground. She's pinned down there, and we see stakes that are, like, stabbed around each of her limbs so that she's just stuck now. And then just insult to injury, like the ultimate sweetheart, just foot right on the face. And right at their uh. best moment, her phone rings with the wedding march. <laughs> and sweetheart's uh. like... Oh, yeah, Dr. Sexy's on his way. I guess I better go pay him a visit. See ya. <laughs> Turns around and just starts making her way back to the, the hospital. As Dr. Sexy is making his way to the hospital with, by the way, her body. Just like... In the trunk. In the trunk with, with ice on it. But he's slung it over his shoulder, just carrying it like trash. You know? And remember, this was his lover. Right? His fiance. Everyone his fia knew his fiance. His betrothed. His betrothed's body, and we'll find out they have even more of a relationship here in a minute. 
um, just slung over his shoulder, like, eh, whatever. So, then the number four rolls off of the hospital. I swear to God, every time I saw that, it looked like the fucking Fantastic Four building. It did. It did. It looked like the Fantastic Four building. It it looked like the thing should have been in there hanging out. I don't know. It, it and it does. Maybe the, cool... the thing is what saved her. Oh, could be because this it rolls in from the angle of the camera. We are to assume that it killed Ginger. Yes, right. it looks like she should be smushed. It looks like her head should be gone and no more. So the doc's hanging out, and I love that he's got this body bag over one shoulder and a bouquet of flowers in his hand. <laughs> he has his priorities. You you bury one dead bitch, and then you give their one flowers. Yeah. They aren't people. They're things you buy. Yeah, not yeah, only look, No matter that. what you do to a woman, the answer is just give her flowers, and everything's going to be okay. It's cool, yeah. right? Yeah, you either put them in their hand or you put it on their grave, Tim. That's exactly correct. Either way... Wow. Your hands are clean. Holy shit, Eddie. <laughs> Damn. Uh, because we get a flashback, and it looks like the sexy doctor was banging all of those nurses. And not only that, but using their, I'm not going to say like weaknesses, but maybe character flaws against them, right? He's playing them. That's what it is. He's, exactly. To each individual one, he's telling them exactly what they want to hear, giving them what they think, what they want. And yeah. Again, like I said, it's cheap fucking necklaces and a knockoff handbag, and I promise I'm going to marry you and get you pregnant. Yeah. He's spinning plates. Basically. Yeah, sir, because he's telling uh, Sporty, I'll make sure you have the perfect body. Yep, yep. Ah, uh, this piece of shit. Anyhow, he'll, he'll, he'll end up getting his maybe. And for the record, my only note is the doc knows how to fuck. He must. If he's keeping them all going then yeah he must oh man and so down the hall he sees his surprise in this crazy tableau of uh a girl in a wedding dress who we don't the bridal suite by the way yes yeah and we don't know fucking wedding dress too right that looks like it's fucking at a vanity fair I would have yeah. paid so much money for this. Like, like honestly, me era like this like would have paid so much money for this particular wedding dress. It's crazy. Like, it's how... a lot of layers. It's intricate. It's fancy and it has sequins. Like, it is kind of pretty. Yeah. It, does it? Is it? It's just the way the dress is cut. But does it look like she has a bit of a stomach? Like she's pregnant. Okay, it's an A-line dress, so you can have whatever gut you want underneath it. I mean, if you're a flat-chested woman like I am, it's a terrific idea. Hmm. Hmm. But there's the the veil, of course, so you don't know who is under it. So. You... Oh yeah, you're hoping it's Nook, who's also her sister, known as Ginger. Yeah. So he's walking up. Hey, Nook. Uh, there. Oh, this so is he's the looking big... for the Nookie. <laughs> Shut up. This is the big <laughs> surprise you had for me. I thought it was going to be a sexy surprise. We're going to have to take this thing off and i feel like you have to like hang it up with pins and stuff so like it doesn't this... get ruined but sure okay yeah yeah it seems like a lot of effort but whatever here let me just put your sister's dead body down real quick i brought you flowers uh They're white yeah and uh 
as he walks closer, he, um, well, he notices it's not Nook. And we get this, uh, it's his dead ex. It's, it's sweetheart, and it's raining sweetheart. blood. And yes, it's a very uh, carry two scenario we've got coming on here. It is raining blood, and Sweetheart is walking toward him very slowly, blood dripping down her the whole time. The train of the dress just soaking up the blood and ruining that dress you would have paid so much for. And again, a great shot because every time the dress, the trail goes right through another pool of blood, you get a flashback of something that happened. Yeah, the pools of blood that form on the ground start forming memories. And now we find out the rest of Sweetheart's story, which is that it turns out after um, Dr. Sexy's boyfriend um, proposed and was told, no, I have to, I can't marry a man, you're crazy, um, betrothed, got a sex change. And became sweetheart. Beloved. Yeah. Hence the names. Beloved and sweetheart. The same yeah. concept. Yeah. So you kind of get the feeling that when sweetheart said, uh, hey, I'm going to rat on you guys for what you're doing. This was a very convenient um, turn of events for Dr. Sexy to have Sweetheart killed because hmm. it ties up wow. a lot of loose ends in their life. That. Yeah, because he kind of hands the thing that kills her off to one of the other nurses, to, right? To Nook specifically, right? Yes, and he's in the other room and he's not looking. He's like, he's trying to separate himself from what's going on. Wow, Eddie, mm -hmm. holy shit. So, yeah. Um, so here's my interjection. Okay. A small note on being queer is that I have dated a lot of people in the closet. And I have had arguments in public with the people I've dated in the closet who were trans women who've not transitioned and gay women who were cisgendered. And I would be having an argument in public with them. And they would shut me down like either a friend or as a woman subservient to a man okay and i understood that like that was how it had to be and i was angry at them for the way they did it yeah it took me a long time to be angry at the rest of the world because it wasn't their fault yeah it's not yeah. their fault that they need to be closeted it's that's, the rest of that's the world's true yeah and so Fair point. the first time i saw this movie i was angry and I was young and I didn't understand. It took me a long time to be a better person to understand that it's not about me. Yeah. And for a long time, the movie resonated in a very specific way of I was betrayed. And a lot of queer people feel betrayed by everyone and by all of society. But I think if I'd 
pick a movie now completely without any history, I'd pick a different one. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to leave where you came from. It's hard yeah. to leave where Sweetheart came from. Well, it yeah. And the problem is, like, you wouldn't be who you were if what happened to you didn't happen to you, right? Yeah, obviously the movie struck a chord with you, so it's not like you yeah. have to throw it away now. It did so- at, at one point in your life, it meant something and did something for you. And it still it, means something because I, at every moment, I've never thought Sweetheart was done doing anything wrong. I've yeah. never thought she's doing anything wrong. Well, it's they killed her. They just, killed yeah. her. Just take away everything. Take away all the other things with this movie. Is they killed her? So yeah, she's coming back for revenge. So that's usually yeah. that's a good person in the movie, right? Well, yeah. Well, I your mean, hero, the one that you're following and rooting for. But but eventually, Carrie does go too far. You know, there's always like, too far, and like I, I would pick probably for a more sympathetic person if I didn't have any history. But like I said, the person someone picks is often an implication of the life they've lived from beginning to end. Yeah. And whether I like it or not, this movie is more of an implication of the life I've lived from beginning to end. Yeah. It didn't start off easy. I told you the story. Yeah. This is the story you get when you go through all of this suffering, when you go through with girlfriends who do not acknowledge you and trans girlfriends who treat you like you're a woman and they're not. Yeah. It hurts. I get it. I get... And these wounds, like, I get sweetheart. I always got sweetheart. Why won't you be angry? Yeah. But, like, like you said, though, it's... Doctor was living in the closet, you know? Uh, so, I mean, there's really no good person here, <laughs> right? At the end of the day. I mean, oh, no. Sweetheart is sympathetic, I understand, but yeah, maybe becoming a uh, unbridled spirit of vengeance that wreaks havoc upon their lives, maybe that's a little too far, but I get it. I yeah, do get it. Most revenge movies, one way or the other, end up with that where they go too far. Yeah. Spit on your grave. Like everything that involves any enacting of any fairness be- always yeah. ends in going too far. Wow. It's almost like when you uh, start fighting monsters, you should be careful not to become a monster, right? I mean, if you're Just going kidding. to uh, go for uh, revenge, bury, like uh, dig two graves, was it? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um,. I think the, the force feeding the girl the feed is Especially if there's two far. motherfuckers who fucked you over. That's why you gotta <laughs> dig two graves. But that's okay, because you know what? Sweetheart might have a, uh, a second chance coming up here pretty soon. So we'll see. So Sweetheart pins Nook to the... Or pins Doctor to the wall. And uh, you... I mean, there's an intimacy here. And you know Sweetheart's probably going to kill Doctor, but doesn't yet. Because Nook shows up behind them. It looks like that four missed her. And she went over to the uh, service station, got herself a nice can full of That's gas. That's because when rolling down the green, somebody's screaming, four. Okay, we, <laughs> we skipped one important scene where okay. in the blood we see a shower scene and uh, the doctor sees a tattoo on Sweetheart um, when yes. she is still beloved and says, what's the tattoo mean? And at that point he says, everything has a cycle. It's eternity. It repeats. Yeah, yeah. We also so this is important. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, we also, that, that's, that's the same sequence where we see um, 
beloved pick the mole off their cheek. Absolutely. Like losing a little bit of the one last remaining mark. Their identity. Yeah. Um and then yeah, so I guess Nook just figured out that if you burn the body then it's all cool. I'm not really sure how, but can't hurt maybe, the trial, maybe it's, right? The it's worth a shot. Do? Yeah. I mean uh, and I'm just like, it would take a while to do that because that body's like almost frozen, right? It was in the trunk full of ice. So that's going to be like a cold dry one. ice. Ooh, that shit's yeah, serious. Wow. Yeah. But it's okay because uh, she just dumps a bunch of gas on it, lights it on fire. And this stops the, the ghost. Um, apparently. This is where we cut back to that beginning scene, like you said, Tim, where, where Doc hands Nook the knife to, to finish off Sweetheart. Yeah, because I think in the beginning when we see her getting killed, we see it, but we don't know who it is that's handing off the knife. And now yeah. we find out that it was him that handed Nook the knife. Right. Which right. is why in every scene you see her when in the flashback, she's covered in blood where everyone else is in. Yeah. She's the one well, who... Yeah, because uh... she's the one who actually did the whole thing. She started the, the whole thing. She got the spray. Yeah, the arterial spray. So I guess now the curse is over because the, uh, well, the body of uh, uh, Ghost, of Sweetheart, vanishes in a pool of blood. And we see the happy couple. They seem to be safe. They're standing over the burned body. So I guess the curse is over. It struck uh, midnight. So that's all done. And they decide they're going to leave. And as they walk down the stairs, uh, Nook isn't feeling too good. Her stomach hurts. She falls. And then uh, projectile squirts a bunch of uh, blood from her vagina. Outward. <laughs> and ta-da! Sweetheart, reborn, climbs out of her over to the doctor and says, Marry me changing to beloved because at this yes. point in the cycle it is sweetheart and beloved on intertwinable right because so you've got yeah the, the, it's kind of a an enmeshment yeah, so of I the think two this is the people. first time you can clearly see that it's beloved at this point not sweetheart anymore yeah i exactly. mean minus minus the hair so because you have to have the long scary hair right of course it's like having chains or having a sheep i'm sorry that's what it must be Look, like long hair does not mean gender or anything else. Like this is no, just I long know. hair. I, it's fear. just that beloved was never uh, represented with long hair, but sweetheart was. So, yeah, but beloved has to try to become a woman, and yeah. what does society say that women are supposed to have long hair? Yeah, I suppose. And then we uh, we cut to the credits with some happy vacation videos from the crew. It's a beach party. <laughs> it's a great beach party. Uh, where they're just swimming and splashing each other and playing volleyball. It's it's has everything. Nothing to do with the movie. Nothing, nothing to do with the movie. movie. <laughs> and yeah, we just roll credits and we see a pretty sweet looking crab at the Actually, end. Actually, I think it. if you, I think so. this is supposed to be the trailer for the movie. Really? Yeah. Yes, Fuck because me. I was looking it up on YouTube. I think, and I think there's a scene where uh, it shows uh, who's the girl in the cowboy hat that's in it. Is it Nook? Or yeah. is it? Um, that sounds more like that sounds more like scary a lot. 
Well, yeah, because there's a scene where it like the camera jumps back when she's smiling, and this is the one who ripped the fucking jaw off. That's scary. Oh yeah, that's scary. I'll send everybody the link. That's the trailer for this. That makes no sense. No, how great would that trailer be? If you're sitting in a fucking Thai movie theater and you see that, right? Yeah. Wow. Six sexy fucking nurses. and that, You don't even know the nurses. Just chicks running around in fucking bikinis. Yes. And then all of a sudden the camera does like some crazy fucking shit. And there's little hints of what's going on in their whole movie. You're going to get your fucking interest peaked. Hmm. This did not make it to fucking movie theaters, I assure you. Yeah. <laughs> there were, yeah. The, this was a direct-to-DVD trailer you're watching. Oh. What is going on? You okay there? Okay. I was looking for it on YouTube. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then I had the sound turned down on my phone. So, Brody, of course you would recommend everybody see this movie, but if there's another movie that you would recommend that's better representation, (laughs) what's the one you've been saying repeatedly over and over again that everybody should go see? It would be uh, What Keeps You Alive. Okay. It's a it's a really great lesbian horror movie. It's um, really well filmed, and the actors are actually appropriate. Um, this movie is clearly sad pandering, which is what was available for my era of human beings, which is what we settle for, which is what you often encounter encounter with queer people in general. We yep. get what we settle for. like what we have, we settle for. That's it. Yeah, anytime it's a queer love story, it has to be tragic. Uh, exactly like you you you're lucky if you get one at all and if you, if it's sad you're happy you had it yeah it's a sad yeah. tragedy of existing yeah. as we are but it's everyone else's fault don't be confused yeah everybody else do a little bit better please i think that's please. the message at least it give it a shot it, it's it's sad that there are only relief in life is the idea of vengeance and not equality yeah that's rough. That's a that's a rough place to be, uh, just because mentally. I've, I've spent more life hoping to have publicly the worst scenarios of what straight people have than they've ever spent happy. It must be exhausting. It is. I, it's I come be, out twice a week at least. Yeah, it's got to be mentally exhausting. Uh, it's... Coming out twice a week is ridiculous and painful, and I have to decide, um, yeah. do I want to tell this person who I am, or do I want a career? Yeah. Well, hopefully one day it will be once a week, and then never. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, that's how it works. So, Tim, what would you think of the movie, buddy? Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I think it's a great movie because I think it's going to trick a lot of people into watching this movie. And by the time they figure out what's going on in the movie, they're already going to be hooked on it. But, uh, yeah, when I saw the title of it and when I saw the, uh, the poster, I was like, what the fuck is this? But then when I turned that on, I was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? So it had a real story. For, for all the sexiness of it, it had yep. actually yes, no, story, that's... it meant... They mentioned it or not, it had a real story. Yeah. That's why I said I think it sneaks, it gets people to watch this in a kind of like a sneaky way where it's like, you know, you're going to turn this on. And, well, I don't know if this has been on cable TV, but let's just say. And you're going to watch that opening. You're going to be like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? And then by the time you're like really getting inv- into the story, you're already involved. So, yeah, hats off to this movie. Greatest credit scene I've ever seen in any movie. Oh, see, so that crab at the end, that crab did the little dance next to all the beautiful women. 
I love the crab. The crab was great. So and you, there's a shot where you see the tattoo on, yes, the, on the shoulder. That is true. So, yeah, I've never seen this movie, never heard of it before. This watched it. I got about 10 minutes into it, paused it, and then messaged Tim. Hey, I've, uh, I'm watching this movie. I think you're going to really like it, Tim. Uh, because <laughs> by this point... I think this was when the twins were uh, uh, being kind of canoodling. Yeah, at that Mm -hmm. point was when I paused it. I'm like, wait a minute, what did Brody pick? Well, see, I got past that point without (laughs) subtitles because I watched it for like five or ten minutes, and then I sent you a message where I was like, I think the subtitles are all fucked up because nothing's matching. Yeah, it said. But I still continued to watch it without the subtitles, and they're talking in French. It said verbatim, but I don't care. No. Um, but I think that hopefully like what we can do with this podcast is we can trick people who wouldn't watch this or be paying attention to queer, uh, issues into watching these kinds of movies and listening to these kinds of discussions, because sadly the people that need to hear this kind of shit usually don't seek it out. It's and, not sexy, and it's boring, and it's sad. Yeah. See, but that's kind of what maybe the genius of this thing is, because yep. you might get people who would never in a million years watch this movie if they knew what it was about, but yeah. just getting trapped into watching a bunch of sexy nurses running around for 20 or 30 minutes before you start getting into, starts getting into the fucking uh, bits and pieces of it. Boy, it sucks that it has to be sold that hard. Well, no, I, look... <laughs> No, it I'm, does I'm, suck, but it's I think true, what it, but is, it is like in ten years, fifteen years, it's going to be like nothing. But I think, especially in Hollywood and entertainment, everything like this always starts off in dribs and drabs before the faucet completely completely opens up. And then when you see somebody who is you know quote unquote not straight man or straight woman on TV, there doesn't need to be an explanation for it. Yeah, I mean, bless the day you don't need an explanation for not appearing straight enough. Plus the day you don't need an explanation for being who you are and existing. Yeah, that's it. And breathing air. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, Brody, (sighs) thank you so much for bringing it in here. Of course, I recommend this. Is there something on the internet that you want people to pay attention to that they might not be already? Um, I am a blood platelet and kidney donor. If you are interested in being a kidney donor or any of the like, uh, my Instagram is eliminatedbarber. And I would love to find someone who wants to go through the same journey as I did. Um, failing that, um, if you want a, f- a haircut for $5 in Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, my handle on Instagram is Illuminated Barber, and I cut hair for $5. Okay. Tim, what do you got, buddy? Uh, I've probably got some other podcasts I'm coming up. I think I'm doing a Mustachio Podcastio with Daniel and Mike from the Grind Bin pretty soon. And I think I'm doing a grind bin. If I'm not, it's a law because I just said it probably in the next couple of weeks. All right. And I would say uh, if you can, go to the Rainbow Railroads website, donate some money to them. They could definitely uh, use the help to oh, get yeah, people out of. Because um, when kids call the Susan hotline and need somewhere to go, they need somewhere to go. Yeah, they end up talking <sighs> yeah, to me. Yeah, not somebody who's cold and just like, uh, yeah, you got to wait until 9.30. Wait, oh, wait, time, what time is on are you in? All right, so you got to wait an extra hour and a half. Yep, yep. And if you have any money left over after you've given everything you can to them, you can join our Patreon. But just so you know, all the money this month for that is going to them anyway. So it's a wash. Uh, other than that, I don't think I have anything else to bring up. So I guess this 
is how we end it. Two, two.